Blog Talk Radio. Yes, a pleasant good evening to all of you out there in Radio Land. When you hear that tune, you know that we are on the air. That's the cricket show. We are definitely on the air. We do hope, wherever you are, that you are indeed hearing us loud and clear. I hope that in your neck of the woods, it's very wonderful weather conditions. In my neck, I'm so happy about this. It's funny. It's not funny. But you know you know what's happening, Dennis. Um, of course, we do have Dennis on with us. I'm hoping to hear from Merchant. Uh, haven't heard. Didn't make a connection, but I, nevertheless. So, but Dennis, how are you, my brother? And uh, how is it Thank in Thank you, Leon. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good evening to you out there in uh, your neck of the woods, out here in sunny Southern California. It's a very pleasant 74 degrees in blue skies and clear, but no clouds. Wonderful afternoon to be out there on the grass in white playing the game. Back to you. Okay, you, you say in white playing the game. Oh, in, in white, but of course these days it's multicolored, isn't it? Multicolored, yes. Mostly, mostly multicolored. <laughs> But we're going to play some game here today because we're going to be talking lots of things. Lots of things are in the news. Lots of information are there to be disseminated. We're hoping to hear from our sister's sister um, over in in Tampa. Virgil should be coming in shortly. we hear from all the other panelists. And uh, Any word yet on Mr. McKenzie? I haven't spoke to him since Tuesday. Any word if he will be joining us? I- I, I'm ashamed to say, um, Leon, that I did not reach out to Mackenzie this week, but I'm sure, hoping that he will be able to tune in and uh, join with us this afternoon. Yeah, we t- I talked to him on Tuesday, and I haven't, I had forgotten to give him a shout on Thursday, but nevertheless, we're here. I'll just take a time out to, to add him to my prayer list so that we can indeed make sure that we mention him. Anything else before we go right into asking God thanks? Well, it looks like we have quite a hefty, hefty uh, show this afternoon. We hope all will go well and that, that our public and listeners will be informed by the end of the day. Yes, indeed. So let's ask God's presence to our show this evening. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you. We thank you for your giving us this opportunity to present yet another show. We are grateful for all that you have done for us over the years, and we pray you just continue to bless us, keep us safe, and let the show this evening go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We pray especially for our brothers and sisters who are suffering, namely my dear wife Eunice, Dr. Leroy Lashley and his daughter Lisa, who are struggling with ill health, Bob's in Nisbet, Murchis' mother, 
uh, Connie Whitley, Elimat Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Merchis Nisbet, Elkomita Willett, Ralston Otto, these are past cricketers, Wentworth Francis and Telbert Francis, two of my brothers, Dennis Kelman, Joseph Gontrup, Willis and Mona Daniels, two of my great friends over there in Miami, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, Virgil Francis Jr., and Raymond, Mr. Linford McKenzie, one of our brothers who has just fallen, and he, hopefully he's doing well. We pray for all the others who have not expressed their concern. We just hope and pray that you just keep them safe and bring them back to their normal selves. We thank you again for all you have done for us, for all the supporters who we've gotten, those who have sent us some Give us finance to keep the show going and those who support us morally. Thank you, Lord, for everything. And pray, Father, that you will just give each and every person appearing here the utterance to express themselves and tell the public something that might be of benefit to them. All these we ask in your precious name. Amen. So, Dennis, before we go right into the meat of things, I know you've got a big article to cover this evening, but... I'd like to just take time out to tell our listeners what some of what we've been covering this evening. Obviously, going to be covering the ICC Roundup, and you'll be taking care of that in a short while. The Crooked West Indies, they have put out their annual report. That is for 2022. It has included the finance, financial statement for 2021 and You'll be hearing news about the minor leagues. You'll also be hearing about the major league which are coming up on West Indies. Um, superstar players yeah, drafted in the English Hundreds tournament included Pollard, Russell, and uh, I think that's it. Pollard and Russell. And then, and uh, yeah, Pollard and Russell are the two that I have heard so far. And then, of course, Haley Matthews and DeAndre Dutton for the ladies. And we'll be covering a number of other things. We're covering the India, India Premier League, which includes the, the, tele- the, the winners who are leading in the, so far, Rajasthan Royals, and the Kolkata Knight Raiders are first and second. And believe you me, the Mumbai Indians and the Chennai Super Kings have not won a match so far for losses as they're playing for over in South Africa. Latest scores that we have against Bangladesh. Bangladesh replying to South Africa 453 and 176 for 6 were 217 and and 27 for 3 stumps day 3. Pakistan versus Australia the last uh, T20 match. Pakistan 162 for 8, Australia 163 for 7, Australia winning that by 7 wickets. And we have a number of things to tell you about and we'll talk about upcoming tours and we will be making some effort to present all of this. We're going to talk about some of the, the CPL and according to the statement by Watt, he was the coach of the ladies' team. The West Indies must build their strength. And one other thing, Craig Bradwitt has been 
in the short list of players who are up for player of the month. And according to Coach Simmons, England series or England series win mark a huge progress, says Simmons. And of course, franchise frenzy, you talked about it. You talk about the Follard and the Russell in the hundred. And of course, the, the April is set. April date is set for the cool and smooth T20 over in Antigua. That tournament has um, generated some, some some interest, and we're going to be covering it because it is being aired live, and we can cover it. Very exciting, and some young, exciting players uh, will be on show because players from out the Leeward Islands are involved, and players from as far as Trinidad are also involved. So that's it I have from my end, but we have a special here because uh, Dennis is going to talk about the MCC Roundup. So take it away, Audley. Not Audley. Audley has not joined us yet. Take it away, Dennis. Thank you, uh, Leah. We are very pleased and happy to bring news to you of the uh, news from the international cricket community and I'm uh, reading a report from the ICC the first is the International Cricket Council is celebrating the achievements of cricket's emerging nations in 2021 across 29 awards 24 members have been crowned regional winners in six categories for their part in inspiring and empowering communities through cricket and providing access for people to enjoy the sport. The 2021 awards shine a light on the inspiring and passionate approach to make cricket a sport for all. Through would, would you hold, work, Dennis, could you hold yeah, one moment? Let yeah, me just introduce um, Audley. Good afternoon to you, Audley. Uh, good evening to you, Mr. Francis. Good afternoon to you. good afternoon to you, Dennis, and good evening to all the rest of my fellow panelists. Uh, yes, it's a wonderful, wonderful sunny, sunny Sunday afternoon here. A little cool um, in a, in a, in a low seventies, but but I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes, what we're doing right now is Dennis is bringing the ICC roundup. ICC Dennis. report, yeah, right. Yes. Take care, Dennis. Okay. So the 2021 award shine a light on the inspiring and passionate approach to make cricket a sport for all. Through the dedicated work of associate members and in partnership with the ICC to get more people involved with the game. The 29 regional winners will now be put forward as the nominees for the global award across the six categories to be announced in the coming weeks. ICC Development Initiative of the Year acknowledges the outstanding development initiative delivered by an associate member for 2021. The regional winners are Argentina, Hong Kong, Indonesia, Namibia, and the Netherlands. In Argentina, where there is a short supply of cricket equipment, 
Organizers wanted to give local children the chance to play with a wooden bat from an early age, so enlisted the help of a local carpenter to produce a trial set of 30 bats used by 150 young people. In Hong Kong, Cricket for All program was awarded as it created more opportunities for minority communities to get involved in sport and give them a greater sense of belonging in Hong Kong. In Indonesia, claimed the honors in the EAP region after ensuring cricket was part of the country's biggest national multi-sport events. The PON Games Papua 2021, it shall, it saw the first cricket stadium of their size to be developed in the country to showcase the sporting spectacle. Namibia's Ashburton Kwasa mini cricket program was recognized for increasing participation by a remarkable 71% despite the impact of COVID-19. The program involved cricket being played anywhere by anyone on beaches and in car parks to keep communities engaged during the pandemic. In the Netherlands, the KNCB became the first Dutch sports federation to receive the Partner in Versatile Movement Certificate for the Cricket for Kids program, which enables it to complete, compete alongside other popular sports in the Netherlands, and open doors to significant additional participants through multi-sports clubs, educational organizations, and events organized by the NOC NSF. 100% Cricket Female Cricket Initiative of the Year. The 100% Cricket Female Cricket Initiative of the Year acknowledges the outstanding female cricket focus initiative delivered by Bahrain, Germany, Sierra Leone, Vanuatu, and the USA in 2021. In Bahrain, the Federation embarked on the historic task of setting up the country's first ever women's cricket team. A heartwarming response saw almost 200 registration and the BCF Women's League was formed in December 2021 with the national women's team coming as a direct result of the initiative. In Europe, Germany took the award after forming the Winter Wonder League to give a female who have never played the sport before a chance to get involved in the winter indoor seasons in Cologne. Hamburg, Berlin, Stuttgart, Munich, and Frankfurt with experienced national team players assigned to each as mentor. The pandemic recovery efforts in Vanuatu were boosted by the launch of the Women's Island Cricket Program in October. 175 women from Port Vila and Tana took part in the launch that was followed by a full week of competition and social impact activities empowering women and girls through cricket. The Sierra Leone Female Leadership Creo Cricket Program has been recognized as 80 women and girls, predominantly school teachers, 
were trained in event management, cricket umpiring, scoring, coaching, and reporting, and are now coordinating entry-level programs to try and bring thousands of school children into the sport. A new league has been set up in the USA, who earned the award in the Americas. The new intra-regional women's competition for aspiring female hardball cricketers launched in June 2021 and featured 12 teams playing a mixture of T20 and 40 over matches within our four geographic regions. ICC Associate Member Men's Performance of the Year. The ICC Associate Member's Men's Performance of the Year Award acknowledges the outstanding men's on-field performance of the year by an Associate Member team with Argentina, Namibia, Scotland, Papua New Guinea, and the UAE all being recognized. Argentina impressive performance in the ICC Men's T20 World Cup Regional Qualifier earned them two victories and saw them compete to the last over in a tight fought match against Bermuda, producing some of the best memories of the tournament. This included a hat-trick by Captain Herman Fennell and showcase great improvement in the men's Argentinian side on the field. Namibia have claimed the Africa Regional Winner Award for their victory in the ICC Men's T20 World Cup 2021 against Ireland. The Eagles chased down 126 for victory thanks to a sensational display of power hitting from David Weiss and left-arm spin bowling from Bernard Schultz, guaranteeing a Super 12 spot at the next World Cup. The same tournament brought a memorable win for Scotland, defeating Bangladesh with Chris Greaves, starring with bat and ball, scoring 45 from 28 balls, and then taking a magnificent 3 for 24 from four overs to bring down the ninth-ranked team in the world and ensuring qualification to the Super 12 stage of the tournament. The Asia-Pacific... Paul, let let me just welcome um, Jatin. Jatin, good evening to you. Good evening, everybody. Okay. Um, We are just doing the roundup of the ICC. I'm listening. I'm listening. All right, Dennis with you. Okay. The East Asia Pacific Award went to Papua New Guinea, who played their first ever senior ICC World Cup, and the first of any associate member in the East Asia Pacific region, when they opened up the ICC Men's T20 World Cup against Oman. Even though they did not come out on top, there were several notable displays. Finally, the UAE T20 win over Ireland in October in Dubai was part of their first series win against the Test Nation, ensuring they secured the Asia Regional Award. ICC Member Women's Performance of the Year 
Brazil, Namibia, Scotland, and Thailand have all been awarded for their outstanding women on-field performance in the year. In the Americas, Brazil won the award following an incredible performance against Canada in the ICC Women's T20 World Cup America qualifier. Canada needed three runs from the final over to win, only for Brazil to take five wickets in as many balls and seal victory with two runs runouts, sandwiching a Laura Cardozo hat-trick to send the crowd into a frenzy. For Namibia, the Capricorn Eagles delivered a thrilling performance against Tanzania in Gabon, Rome, in the second semi-final of the Women's T20 World Cup, Africa qualifier to secure a fourth consecutive victory which will live long in the memory despite the side going on to lose the final. Scotland was awarded for their five-wicket win over Ireland in the Women's T20 World Cup Qualifier Europe 2021. The win inspired by 16-year-old Catherine Fraser, 3 for 14, and the captain innings of 46 not out from Catherine Bryce, was pivotal in securing Scotland women's place at the global qualifying tournament. The best performance of the year by an associate member in the women's game in Asia was awarded to Thailand's win over full member Bangladesh at the ICC Women's Cricket World Cup qualifier. Nataya Bucharatnam took five wickets to restrict Bangladesh to 176 from their 50 overs and the 90-run opening stand between Sonal Rin, Kipok, Natakan Chakam laid the foundation for a 16-run win. The historic victory was a significant step towards forward for the Thai cricket and showcased their development in the 50-over format as well as T20. ICC Digital Fan Engagement of the Year, Canada, Estonia, Kuwait, Papua New Guinea, and Uganda all have been recognized in the ICC Digital Fan Engagement, which celebrates the outstanding innovative use of digital platforms, campaigns, or technology to drive engagement with fans in the wider community. In the America, Canada's impressive social media campaign and dedicated approach to fan engagement leading up to the ICC Under-19 Men's Cricket World Cup 2022 saw a month-on-month increase of 358% in Facebook's reach. Uganda also used the ICC Under-19 Men's Cricket World Cup to engage with fans through the Pound Cheer Baby for Baby Cricket Cranes going viral of daily challenges, video profiles, and messages from star names in other sports helped grow Uganda's audience on Twitter and TikTok in the lead-up to the tournament, including significant increase in the number of visits to the Twitter profile. Kuwait led the way in Asia with the launch of the KCC mobile application featuring live ball-by-ball scoring from domestic matches, 
live streaming of Premier League matches, and statistical analysis. Papua New Guinea came out as winners for East Asia Pacific region after maximizing the opportunity presented by opening the ICC Men's T20 World Cup 2021 against Oman with a dedicated marketing and social media push. Elsewhere, the Estonian Cricket Association went viral for their donation to India's fight against COVID-19. Using their relationship with Australia legend Brett Lee to spread the word, resulting in an increased audience across all platforms with their YouTube following increasing significantly to 52,800 and Instagram to 77,568. ICC Cricket for So Good Social Impact Initiative of the Year in Asia. Bhutan delivery of cricket programs scaled new heights. A three-day journey from the capital Timpu into the remote rural setting of Mirak and Satteng saw them introduce cricket to a brand new audience who, given the remote location, would not have had the opportunity to experience before. The program was supported by UNICEF, Bhutan, and involved 484 students and 24 six teachers reinforcing the vision that cricket truly is a sport for all in the country. In Europe, Cricket Italy claimed the award as they continue their environmentally friendly initiatives. Following the Sustredom project in 2020, Cricket Italy launched the Pound Bora Cibu water bottle initiative which saw events organized by the Italian Cricket Federation become plastic free with the support of all teams. Nigeria have been using cricket program as a tool for engaging and assisting in the development of internally displaced refugees as a result of violence within the country. Over 2,000 children are involved in the program, which deploys coaches to teach cricket skills, as well as provides humanitarian aid to the significant number of people impacted by these issues. Cricket Peru won the award in the Americas by expanding their free development classes to the indigenous rural communication of Cusco to target school-aged children in communities in the Sacred Valley with a particular emphasis on female participation where access to physical education is limited. In the East Asia Pacific region, Samoa won the award for their disability cricket program, a 12-week initiative engaging 460 people with a disability from six villages and four disability schools inspiring people and children living with the disability to become their best, bringing positive changes to their lives. And there we end the inspiring initiative has been emphasized, supported, credited, and pushed by the international cricket community throughout the entire global region. 
I wonder if Leon would like a pause there. We do have others, but we could take a pause at this point. Yes, and but do something um, oddly, oddly will be coming in with his inside edge, and we just had Virgil, but he has dropped from us, so let's see if... Yes, oddly, inside edge. Okay, the inside edge for the day. Mr. Haranga Herat, of course, from Sri Lanka. Um, in his test career, in his cricketing career, he has taken, he has played 93 test matches, taken 433 wickets. And, of course, is a leading left-hander um, in taking test wickets in test cricket, right? The test left-hander with the most wickets in test cricket. Play some ODIs too and some P20. But did you know that of his 433 wickets in Test cricket in 93 Test matches, of course, um, because Merle Teron was there, he did not play a whole lot when Merle Teron was there. So of his 433 wickets in 93 Test matches, did you know he has taken? 398 of them after the age of 30. Mm. After the uh-huh. age of 30, 398. That means before 30, he took only 35. And this is the lead. And it, no one else has taken so many wickets after the turn 30 in no. test cricket. So he is the undefeated champion after 30 when it comes to wickets. There we go. Haranga Hirad yes. from Sri Lanka. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to just announce that we will be bringing the Walter Henry birthday and, and anniversary hour at 7. We're going to bring in Mr. Patel now because he's a busy man. We don't want to keep him up too late. So, um, Patel, Jayton, you're on. We just had Virgil, but he has left us. So let's try again. Okay, Jatin, you're in. Yes, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, come on in. We're going to bring you in early so that we can be going to postpone. No, just, uh, I came out a little bit early today because I was free. So I said, let's catch yeah. up a little bit early. And uh, this so is you a can good go right ahead and make your presentation because we have um, suspended until uh, 7 o'clock. We're trying to get Virgil to see if he's on okay. and we're trying to get Murtries, but they're not coming in. So I don't know what is going on. So go, give, a, give your take. You heard the. Dennis? And yeah, I hear the Dennis, and I believe he has covered the main uh, breaking news as of this morning that the USA is uh, automatically qualified as a, one of the contenders in the 2024 T20 World Cup, which is, uh, as a host, we are in mm-hmm. with the other 11 teams. That's a situation. That's a big news for us. And then it uh, also put the administration uh, under the pressure to prepare for the planning and get going because uh, as we speak at the moment, we only have one stadium which is eligible to host any ICC level event, I will say. That's uh, down south in Florida, nothing else. So Mm -hmm. it's a matter of time to see how aggressively this board can move forward to follow up 
and finish those all media releases they have done in past talking about fire the stadiums. So let's see how it goes. But uh, hopefully, if it is goes well as per plan, then it will be the beautiful thing to all of us that the World Cup will be in U.S. and we'll be able to watch. That's a huge thing, you know, because most of us, when we moved from back home to U.S., there was no cricket here, especially for me. I came mm-hmm. way back in mid-80s, and absolutely no cricket. You can't even talk to anybody about cricket. And that was the days before the TV satellite came, these cable TVs came, or live pay-per-view came. All these came after 90s, I will say. And now this is a good for uh, one way. I will say a lot of people had a dream to see the cricket in U.S., and now it uh, looks like it's feasible. It's happening. So that's a good thing. Other than that, I don't have much uh, news besides this IPL going on. That uh, results are a little bit uh, uh, scary, especially for those the two champion teams, Mumbai Indians and the Chennai Super Kings. These are the two teams has uh, won more championships than any other IPL team. But unfortunately, on this day, while we talk, they are the winning less after four games. And that's like surprise. But at the same time, there's a lot of uh, new teams are doing uh, really good. And uh, this turned out to be a good idea to add the two more franchise because when they added two franchise means you got 50 extra players going to have opportunity to play the IPL. The roster itself is built like you can have eight players from foreign country and then you have to take 17 from India. So that's a 34 extra talented players from India itself can have the opportunity to display and expose their skills with these international caliber tournaments. So that's the thing is going well. We've seen a lot of new players who are playing first ever time in IPL and uh, they are putting numbers. You can say those innings and you can tell how much talent out there. Even the newcomers, people thought that it might be denting some quality of IPL in terms of performance, but it did not happen. It's other way around. And that is the what outcome is. When you say Mumbai Indian and Chennai Super King at the bottom of the table, that speaks everything. How good other eight teams are. So they are giving these champion teams hard time to win a single game after these uh, four or five round series. And we still have a long way to go. But unfortunately, the toughest party, especially for Mumbai Indian and Chennai Super Kings, uh, in coming weeks by Tuesday or Wednesday when they play the fifth game, they will be against the wall. What it means, if you lose five games without winning single games, means in order to play the playoffs, you have to win all remaining nine games or eight games. And that's the toughest thing to achieve in this IPL. It's never happened so far. So I will say you better knock it out and mark yourself out of playoff. That is how it is. So it's like it's getting a really tough situation for those championship teams. But at the same time, there's a lot of competition is going on for the top four. 
and it will be very hard to predict or judge who can be in the playoff because there's a lot of shake up is coming because of the schedule matters and some of the international players are on and off during the later stage of this IPL so they're getting excited but uh, so is going well i will say performance wise there's a lot of excitement game has been gone and it's going to keep continue some of them are really a low margin games till the last ball and that is excitement for this t20 uh west indies players in ipl uh, looks like right now it's a so and so kind of things going on especially if you're looking at the two stars brevo and uh, pollard their own performance and teams are not doing well that is what's on the paper right now but then there are some players has odd and off uh, performance like today hatmar was able to hit six sixes and led the team win by three runs so his mm-hmm. contribution matters there right and uh, Holder is performing well, so we have to wait and watch and see how long they can keep continue to put together a consistent performance to keep winning for their games. Okay, thank you. I'm sure, Audley, you have a question for Jatin and of course Dennis. Just want to remind our listeners that we will be having the Walter Henry birthday anniversary hour at seven o'clock. So, Audley, any question for? Jaitin? No, not really. Just a comment um, to to say how how a, a day can make a difference because um, uh, some who um, come in hit for 35 runs in in one over um, to come back and win a match in the IPL. In in, in the big batch, he took four wickets in four balls. So what a difference a match makes, you know. He, I mean, he was really impressed with four wickets and four balls. And uh, this time in one in one over, he conceded 35 runs. And that, that's why this great, this great game of, of cricket is so unpredictable. Yesterday's done and dusted. Today's a different day. Different day. That's you. But, oh, but Dennis, you reported five wickets and five balls. Was it Canada who did that? Is it?
well it's a matter of uh, chances and opportunity right uh, both need to be there to perform and uh, looks to me that bahatma did got the opportunity today and he took that chance to score and contribute in winning side where uh, pollard failed to give anything to the team so far same thing with uh, brevo and that's a downsize basically and then uh, you have a couple of other player like puran holder uh, i will not say that they did not get opportunity but uh, they did not make up when you have chance to do something that is what's happening because in ipl there is nothing guaranteed like if you are all rounder means you're going to get a chance to bat and chance to bowl four overs because sometimes they use six ballers seven ballers so if you are all rounder you have to be prepared it's not about the four overs but even you get one or two overs what do you do in those overs are you trying to constrain runs are you trying to reduce those boundaries or are you taking couple of wickets and that is what the impact uh, you can expect in a t20 game one over even the one ball can change the entire game and uh, this is what uh, they have to focus on whenever you got the opportunity make sure you taking the chance and move on perform as much as you can for the team and that's will be matter and this is the how i will say a lot of people in west indies has to understand why the indian newcomers and young people who don't have much experience at the international level they all of a sudden come to the main ring and putting numbers from day one yeah. because they believe in team and they are trying to best you giving them the opportunity to showcase their skill and they are ready to take chance and they expose everything they got and look at this couple of innings like couple of half centuries by the newcomers it's unbelievable they are performing under the pressure where most of the experienced players are getting failed to perform under the pressure so the world is changing the format is changing uh, the mindset game is still exists as the top and uh, this mental fitness is the matters most and that is what uh, these a lot of players are not putting number because they are not able to sustain or deal with that pressure when they are in the game let's welcome virgil virgil oh he's gone again his phone ah. is <laughs> he was just on and and has gone has dropped so thank you for that jatin um any other thing business from you jatin i know how about how about The other no, no, no. news I can give you is uh, July 30. Yeah, July 30 in Detroit. We will have plenty of legends, and most of them are cricket hall of famers, to celebrate. Uh, actually, it's a 51 year. They're supposed to do last year the 50 year celebration of. Uh, little master sunil gavaskar 1971 when he debuted in west indies to play his first ever test and series mm-hmm. and even today he 
landmark, whatever the score he runs, 774 runs in just four test matches, still it's a world record even today after so much cricket. So there is a group is hosting the event to celebrate his 50th year uh, performance. And it will be joined by, so far the name I have is a Farouk engineer who is to be a wicketkeeper in Indian side and opening batsman with Sunil Gavaskar. Then he's a long-term middle-order batsman, Viswanath, also joining there. And then we will have, looks like, Clive Lloyd name is already there. So there's a lot of legends coming to Detroit for a day to celebrate these 50th years of his performance from the debut series. And it will be held in Detroit, USA. That's another word I have. We have no confirmation on how this event will be held mm-hmm. or what are the will be the tickets for that. But it will be definitely a good event to remember the glory of this uh, gentleman, Sunil Gavaskar. is one of the beauty. And uh, I will say I'll try my best to cover this event for cricket show. If yeah, time yeah. permits, we might have the video session with one or two legends to discuss about their time. It's been 50 years. We were too young, I will say. I was like barely 10 years. Mm-hmm. But when I read those numbers, even today, I can say, no, that's a, like amazing work by any youngster, which we are not able to see nowadays, especially outside India. India still keep continue to produce a lot of talent who can come in a debut test or debut ODI or the debut series. They can perform. But what the other countries? They're not following up. Okay. But hold on, well, let me bring in Virgil. Virgil, just want to let you know that we'll have the birthday hour at 7 instead of 6.30. So come on in. Yeah, um, good afternoon to all the panelists and good afternoon to all the listeners. What, what, um, I'm in Antigua. That's why when you was calling me, I had oh. to reject that um, number. And I then I, I was having problem getting on. We were trying to get the Internet up, so we just get it on. Okay. So all right. Well, we're we're going to be on at 7 o'clock instead. But, Jatin, this is some breaking news I heard earlier this week. You remember Nari Contractor? You weren't born yet, right? When uh, you... Nari Contractor, yes, sir. <laughs> I yes, did not born. He, yeah, <laughs> he, 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 um, a plate, you remember. Yeah, I forwarded, to you. Him. I forwarded to you, I believe. Yeah. I forwarded that yeah. news to you. It's a uh, situation yeah. came out. He is uh, not in good health, let me tell you one thing. And uh, because of the infection going on, and there is a risk involved if they keep continuing this old plate. It been happened in West Indies when he was knocked down by a fast baller. And then he had a couple of surgeries. Yeah, Charlie Griffith, you got it. That's the one who fractured his uh, skull. And this damage was fixed long time ago. But uh, right now, what they are saying in medical terms is uh, it's uh, causing some side effects as a degeneration of the skin. Something is happening, and they believe that if the still this plate exists inside his school, it can definitely damage and create more problems. So what they came out with the solution is to remove that plate after so many years. It's been like almost 50 plus years since that happened. 
Yeah, it 60, was happened in uh, 1962. Yeah, it's 50 yeah. years now. It was March 1962. It was yeah. Sabina Park, Kingston, Jamaica. I still remember the test. So it's like, I will say, let's hope he's 88 year old as of now. And uh, as far as uh, I know, the surgery has not done yet, but he has been hospital and looks like sometime very soon this week, his surgery means the plate will be removed. And uh, we are in touch. His son is uh, actually a very nice person to pass his information. And he is to be the good buddy to a lot of other cricketers who are uh, living uh, from Indian team who are in 80s, I would say, and they are in a good touch. So we will have the word by uh, next couple of days as soon as his uh, uh, this uh, plate removal happens. So surgery okay. will be short as far as the information we have. But uh, this is like 60 years this plate was in his head. That's unbelievable, you know? Yeah, 60 years, yeah. Okay, anybody has anything else to add on to that piece of news? Nari Contractor. You, you remember it, Virgil, or you two were too young? Have no, have no clue what you guys are talking about. No, no, no. I, I mean, said, for someone to have um, done that surgery 50 years ago, put a plate or something in the head, 60, I mean, that was 60, 60, 60 years ago. Yeah, wow. the what happened is uh, like he was about 27 years old, if I recall. He was a part of the Indian team to West Indies, and contractor was one of the well-known batsmen, opening batsmen. And then they end up playing against the Sabina Park, Kingston, Jamaica, in March 1962. And he was facing the baller called Charlie Griffith. Mm-hmm. One of the balls knocked his head. At that time, there was no helmet. So that incident forced doctors to fix his head, the school part, the bones they decided to insert a metal plate. And that's the only way they can fix his head. And that's what they did. But after 60 years, that plate, it is still in his head, causing some problems. And they believe there is a more risk involved if we leave that plate as it is. So it's a time to remove. That's what we are now. Okay. Oddly, any, any thoughts on that? that uh, no. Virgil, anything that you'd wish to bring to our attention? You're looking forward to this? Cool and smooth. And by the way, that was the last um, test no. that contractor played. Sorry. Murray contractor played that last test. After that ball hit his head, <laughs> he was done with the white clothing and all sort of level of cricket. He was done. So career was over with that one bouncer. Mm-hmm. Bert, Jim, your take? Yeah, Have just, want, just want to say our prayers and best wishes to um, that gentleman and just hope everything goes successful um, for his head operation. Um, the school and smooth, the smooth and cool. I'm not too sure because I'm, I'm only down here for like, um, like a couple, within less than a week, I think. So I don't know if they have game going on, so I'll have to go or no, something no, like that. No, no, it's going to start no. later, later this month, later this month. No. 
Ben, let me let me tell you something. Coming from the airport, we had to stop about, and you know, Antigua small. I have to stop about five times because my brother come and pick me up. All of a sudden, now like a hose or something burst on the on the vehicle. So every time we have to stop and put water in the vehicle, cool off and stop. Mm-hmm. So it took me about two hours to get home. <laughs> we should have taken oh about fifteen God. minutes. <laughs> but everything everything was okay. Everything was home safe and everything like that. So everything was good. April the Virgil, apparently you are very tired. Virgil, apparently you are very tired. You you could just put your brother in the in the car and then you just push man. A little bit of feedback from you, there, Virgil. If you can move a little, a little bit of feedback. I don't know if you have another device open, close by. No. I'm just probably outside, so I don't know if the vehicle then passing or somewhere else. So what I'll do, I'll try and put it on mute most of the time. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, anyone, De- Dennis, anything from you before we take a break at seven? Let me go to the. Um, well, only only wanted to um, say to Virgil, not Virgil, to uh, Coach Dakin that yes, I think I was. Maybe about 11 years old when that incident mm. occurred. Not that I remembered mm. it well, but I always remembered the name because at that time this was such a rare occurrence and it was such a serious occurrence that uh, it was even at age 11, I knew very well the name of the man and that something very, very serious had happened to him. So I, I do, I in, in truth, I had no idea that he had, survived this length of time, but I'm happy to know that uh, doctors and good medicine is available to him to keep him, you know, keep him at least, keep him going. And as far as the... Mr. uh, Contractor, Contractor, Nary Contractor, when was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that time, at that time, the Indian team has a contractor and it has an engineer. Engineer. Farouk Farouk. engineer. <laughs> he was the keeper, right? Yeah. Farouk was the keeper. That is correct. Engineer. Yeah, that is correct. Engineer, engineer, engineer. And engineer comes, contractor comes. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a scary event. I can recall it. And man, we were sorry for him because, you know, they they had to take him off the FEMA. It was scary. We thought, we thought he would die. But I tell you, man, he survived and we are hoping that that he continues to um, prolong at 88. I think he has come a long way, and I hope that he will be spared another few number of years to come. Any other thoughts before we go into the break? Uh, the, the birthday hour. Yeah, it's outside of outside of cricket, um, uh, the boys and girls championship in Jamaica, of course, which is a big big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, boys and girls championship um, five days and um, um, you know fortunately I was fortunate enough to watch quite a bit of it in the evening when I when I got home from and watching TVJ live and once again it was um, the Ed, the girls from Edwin Allen in Clarendon they won they retained the championship for the ladies for the girls and then the men. Uh, KC and JC flipped Jamaica College. Um, they won last year beating Kinson College, and this year Kinson College turned it around. So KC are the boys' champs for 2022. And um, it was really excited because um, last year, of course, with the protocols and, and things in place with the COVID, they had champs but no, no spectators. 
So it was nice to see a lot of spectators in the stands and and those what they call it what a blowing Brazil what whatever name everywhere uh, all over Coopercella. you know Coopercella. Coopercella. yeah you're right blowing blowing for the team man it's really some real excitement real excitement some I mean some good um, time being posted and some of the I'm seeing the high school girls um, they set a record with with one very faulty chain exchange and they still managed to break the old record and this record is not just a, a, a record for the under 18 for jamaica but for the world best uh, time for under 18 girls anywhere in the world some really sparkling performances went on there uh cham so we have some um while while the um the the, the Older ladies, not really older, but the more mature ones, are going up. And Shellyan is in her thirties, and you know, so forth. Um, we have some good replacement in the wing, so it's looking good for Jamaica when it comes to track and field again. Back to you. Yes, indeed. So, gentlemen, we're going to siphon off, Mr. Dayton. I know you got to run, but if time permitting, you can be back with us. You know, just after seven, and we'll be continuing I with our. Okay, so Audley, are you part up? Yeah, when you are, I'm ready. Some volume, please, Leon. Yes, that's the sound of Stevie Wonder singing about Dr. Martin Luther King. And you know, yesterday was the anniversary of um, his burial. Back in 1968, he was buried in Georgia, in Atlanta, Georgia. So, yep, we remember Dr. Martin Luther King yesterday was his funeral, back in 1968. Okay, so today is the 10th of April, believe it or not. We have marched ourselves out of March, and um, we have landed in April, and today is the 10th. So, birthday is for today. We have um, Bonnie Whaler, who died um, um, recently. Was it? No, no, 2021, Bonnie Whaler. He died, um, but today would have been his birthday. He was born back in 1947. One of the original... Wheelers with Bob Marley and the Wheelers. Okay, cricket. Fifey Williams from Barbados. From Australia, Jack Babcock, John Watkins, Ian Harvey, Daniel Callum, and Chris Lim. Kavita Roy from India. Greg Overton from England. Jean McNaughty from South Africa. Zaman from Pakistan. And Jovita Ross, female cricketer. And uh, Alik Akilia Dananjia from Sri Lanka. 
Bilal Khan from Oman, James Anderson Fitzgerald, James Andrew, rather, James Andrew Fitzgerald from Gibraltar. For the 11th, Jeffrey Stormire, former captain for the West Indies from Trinidad and Tobago, and Everton Mackie, south of Jamaica. Arthur Salisbury and Ian Bell from England, Gavin Brandt from Zimbabwe, Hugh Massey and Scott Boland from Australia, Martial Lesotho from South Africa, Serene Wetters, and that's a male, Serene, male from Kenya, Billy Bowden, umpire out of New Zealand, and we have Gavar Kapoor, the host of the um, cricket program Extra Innings. I think that is on ESPN or one of those programs. And uh, from Namibia, Gerald Iranimus. Iranimus. From, uh, for the 12th of April, Brian Lara scores 400 not out versus England in Antigua. And of course, that was on the exact day, 10 years to the date when he first mm-hmm. scored a 375 at the same ground at the Antigua Recreational Ground, and it was also versus England. First one was back here. Yep. Brian Lara. Um, Rafik Jumadine from Trinidad Tobago and Dwayne Smith from Barbados also. And Jeff Grubb, oldest debutant in Test cricket from South Africa. He was 40 years and 56 days when he made his cricket debut. Um, and we have Johan Laws, also from South Africa. Kibar Khan from Pakistan, Vino Mankar from India, Fred Barat from England, Adele Spence, female cricketer out of Ireland, Glenn Rogers from Scotland, and it's also the birthday of a man called Delroy Thompson, otherwise known as Pinchers out of Jamaica. He's called the original bandolero, Pinchers. Um, the 13th, Sam, Sammy Woods, Mary Severs, Kurt Britt, and Jack Potter, all from Australia. Mohammed Amir, Shibab Khan, Shibab Khan from Pakistan, Adam Melin, and Peter Cohen from New Zealand. And we have Everton, Matam Bandazir, and his brother Darlington, all from, both of them from Zimbabwe. Samuel Brickett from Ireland and uh, for the 14th we have Pat Sinkoff Luce Bossman and Jean Pierre Bemini that's what called JP Bemini Jean Pierre and from Scotland we have Kyle Cotsier from Australia the man Bob Massey who set that record 11 before he was take, um, 16 wickets on his test debut before Hawani but the same uh, 16 wickets, but at um, a run less, breaking his record. And believe it or not, after that, he only played five more test matches, six in all for Australia. Craig McDermott, Sid Gregory, Sid Gregory, which is a former captain of um, Australia, of course. Um, Papua New Guinea, Charles Amini. Uh, from West Indies, we have Adrian Barat. And Lionel Brickett from Barbados, Barat from Trinidad. 
Audrey Collins and Susie Rowe from England, Sefkul Islam from Bangladesh, Abilal Shaw from East Africa, Umar Gold from Pakistan. We have um, for the 15th was when Gordon Greenwich scored. It, he played his 100 test match and he scored 100 in his 100 test match. And uh, he put on a partnership with uh, Desmond Haynes of 298, which is the highest of their four double center opening stands. 298. In the end, Greenwich made 149 and Haynes 167. That's back in April of 1990, April 15th. Jack the Ripper Noriega, 5 for 95. He was already an old man when he made his debut for the West Indies. He only played three other test matches after that. But on his debut, he took, he took nine for 95. Right. And that was big and against Australia. Darren Powell out of Jamaica. And Livingston Sargent from Nevis. Yeah, out of Cotton Ground, Nevis. Livingston Sargent. New Zealand, John Bracewell, Ryan Byrne. England, James Foster and George Carton, Mansoud Elia, uh, Shoheb Masood from South Africa, Sandy Bell, and the first to be run out in Test cricket, way back 15th of March 1877. Yes, his name is Dick Gregory, first mm-hmm. man to be run out from Australia to be run out in Test cricket, and Ashley Gardner, female cricketer also from Australia. We have Osheda Fernando from Sri Lanka. And on this day, the 15th of April, Sir Richards scored 100, 100 in 56 balls at the Antigua Recreational Ground, of course, back in 1986. 15th of April, 1986. And finally, 16th of Saturday, Shakademos. Another performer out of Jamaica, yeah, Shakademos and Flyers, the other half. Kareem Abdul Jabbar, yep. He was born way back in 1947. Kieran Stewart, sprinter out of Jamaica, one of the ladies there, of course, of all many sprinters. David Halford, from, from Barbados, was born in that day back in 1940. Salim Malik, Mansoor Akhtar from Pakistan, John King, Fred Root from England, and Reginald Tip Foster, still the highest um, uh, amount of runs in, in um, no, not, not initial innings in Test cricket, 287. 287 runs in his debut innings. And in the second innings, however, he only made nine. And that was way back in 1903. Five, he, he, he played eight matches, but unfortunately he died at a very early age, uh, 36 years old. John Watkins from Australia, Daniel Flynn from New Zealand, and we have Zion Abbas from Hong Kong, and we have an anniversary with Charles Noel, Charles and Noel, Jackie and Noel Charles, 
wedding anniversary will be coming up and that Simon will tell us all about that one. And that will be on Saturday. So that's what I have for you here, Leon. I'll come back Okay. Thank you so much for that, Audley. And how about you, Virgil? You probably have a lot of birthdays in Antigua. Well, you talk about that. Um, I realized my nephew celebrated his seventh birthday on Wednesday, he said. Wednesday, that was the sixth. And I totally forget about that last week. So, Micah, Uncle, want to tell you a very, very, very happy belated birthday. He was just down by me, but he went up. So, I know he can't hear me. But just want to know, one love, bro. Love each other. Family is the most important thing. And want to wish him all the best, man. If Let me tell you something about this little kid, Mr. Francis. If you, this guy have the little clay, and he will make a dinosaur, a draw a dinosaur, and you surprise how that thing they look exactly like a dinosaur. Oh, this guy goodness. is so good and just drawing and just making them out of clay. It's amazing to see his work, man, at that age. Awesome. Awesome. You, you think the uncle would know anything about that? <laughs> no, 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 he don't know what happened uncle about that uh, whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Virgil, do you hear, hear of the, the sad news over there in Antigua? Uh, the Prime Minister Gaston Brown, he has uh, contracted COVID. Mm, no, <laughs> I did not know. No. Yes. Yeah, it was revealed yesterday, yesterday evening, yesterday afternoon. So he has to work from home. So we just want well, to ask him, say, speedy recovery to the, yeah. the Prime Minister of Antigua and Barbuda. As I said, the most important thing, you still can catch it, but you, you, you're vaccinated, so you're more protected more than anything else. Because I just talked to a friend of mine, um, he's an Antigua that played cricket with us, and he told me he lose. I don't know if it's this year he lose two cousins from COVID because they did not want to get vaccinated. And it just happened lately. Uh, and people just take this thing is sometimes this thing is just like for a joke or something funny or whatever. Only, and the thing about it now, not even his wife. And from, from the time he died, they said the wife, she went and go back and get vaccinated. And they did not want to do it in the first place. Now she lose her husband. She had to go and get vaccinated. Uh, I, recently, I think it was yesterday on, on the news, I... I so we Jamaica reported nine COVID deaths, and I'm saying that's still going on. Nine mm-hmm. COVID deaths. Uh, I mean, that, that that's really a whole lot for uh, a, a good time of you know, it's like yeah. one or maybe two, but to have nine COVID-related deaths in in one day uh, for for an island. Uh, some, or maybe some people not going, people not going to the hospital. I said nine sounds very very little bit for the size of Jamaica. No, no, yeah, no. But what I'm saying, we have been hearing like maybe just one or two, and and for sometimes for a COVID day, is no death. Or died of COVID. They say COVID related. Yeah. Oh, um, no, no, no. Death. I did not death. Is a, I think it mean catch COVID. That's what I was saying. That. No, oh, no, wow. no, no, no. COVID, COVID death. I'm talking. Yes. Wow. I see mm. people still. I don't understand. People still take this thing as like. Oh, no, the stupid vaccine or whatever. You don't even know what's in the vaccine. People still take this thing as a joke. Yes. Yes. Until they capture it, and when they get it, now all of a sudden, now you 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 you'll hear a complete different. Especially when they get it real bad, you'll hear complete different things on this person. Yes. However, well, you know the, you on. know the saying. Yeah, you know the saying a wise person. <laughs> yeah, because we 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 have um uh, Dennis who has some birthdays and go go ahead Dennis. 
Benicio, no, have no birthdays birthday. for me. No birthdays. No okay. birthdays for me this week. Thank you, Leo. All right. Okay, well, go ahead then, Audley, with, with what you were saying here. Great. No, what I was saying, um, the saying goes that a wise mm-hmm. person learns from his mistakes, mm-hmm. but uh, yet the wiser person learns from the mistakes of others. You don't have to get, you don't have to get learn from what happened to others. So, um, as 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 um, Virgil just commented there, that they did not want to take the vaccine, but now that the husband died, um, they 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 all went and, and got the vaccine. So you know, <laughs> let's hope. Everybody has to learn from that. Regrettedly, um, the cousins or the husband died before that, before they would take heed. Yeah, I just want to announce the birth of my, my great, the, the daughter of my great, great niece. I don't know the name of the baby, but my great, great niece. As yet. As yet. So just want to wish her well, uh, she and her baby. Um, uh, she was on our show some years ago, long time ago, and um, just wish her well. This is her second baby, so wish her well. The family's growing. Any All right, other, celebration uh, is uh, celebration is good. Well, I have some I have some other personal birthdays. Go ahead. Yes. Um, yes, yes. To, to, today, 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 my friend and brother OJ Oral, we'll call him OJ Oral Johnson. OJ. Uh-huh. Um, he is a um, Pro, uh, a golf pro. Um, he's celebrating his birthday today. Happy birthday. I spoke to him earlier on. Um, another co-worker, Devin Williams, he'll be celebrating on the Thursday and this, this Tuesday, rather, Tuesday. And longtime friend, Earl Small. Yeah, he'll be celebrating on the 13th. And um, a friend up there in New York, Janice Gordon, as a matter of fact, when I got married first way, way back in the, in the 80s, he was my wife's um, bride, not bridesmaid, chief, Janice Gordon. Janice Gordon, yeah, she'll be celebrating on the 15th. And of course, last week, um, um, last Wednesday, my son Andrew, Viewers, his mom, they both celebrated birthday. My son um, turns 34 years old um, on last Wednesday. And she, I, I leave her age up to her. <laughs> I, know, I know she's in her early 60s. That, let, let's put it that way. All right. All right. So this is what I have okay. here for birthdays. Well, I'm going to just play one song for everybody who is celebrating birthdays or any other occasion that they're celebrating right now. So... This song is a popular song. It's sung by, it's rendered by my special niece, and we call it Candle, but the right name is Go Like Your World. Fiole Fawn. There is a candle in every soul, some brightly burning, some dark and cold. There is a Ignites a candle and makes his home. Carry your candle, run to the darkness, seek out the helpless, confused and torn. Hold out your candle for all to see it. Take your 
Henry birthday and anniversary and as usual you can always go back in the archives blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show and you can hear all what has been going on here you can listen to all the birthdays and our conversation so this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour once again God willing when somewhere between 6.30 and 7 then you'll hear the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour Back to you, Leah. Yeah, thank you so much for that. And hope all the fans and well-wishers who have birthdays are enjoying this. Of course, our sympathies are going out to the Prime Minister of Antigua and Barbuda, Mr. Gaston Brown, contracting that dreaded disease. We hope he'll get well soon. Dennis, take it away. Fortunately for us, Leah is no longer like a death sentence, you know. No. Thank God. And he was one of the first persons to have gotten the, the vaccine. He got the Moderna when mm-hmm. all others weren't able to to get it. But, you know, yeah, he has been associated with a number of people coming into his office, about hundreds, and so, hundreds per day. So can you imagine, you know, um, investors and going here, there, and everywhere? You don't know where and when you can catch this thing. So, Dennis? Your yes, thank you, Liam. Yeah. Thank you, Liam. More, yeah, more news from the ICC International Cricket Council. And the ICC Player of the Month nomination for March is announced. Men's Test Captains, Barbara Azam of Pakistan, Craig Braithwaite of West Indies, Pat mm-hmm. Cummings of Australia, have all been shortlisted for the ICC Men's Player of the Month Award for March 2022, following their supreme efforts during a month which was packed with outstanding individual performances around the globe. The women's shortlist for March is comprised of stars from the ICC Women's Cricket World Cup in New Zealand, England bowler Sophie Ecclestone and run machines Rachel Haynes, of Australia and Laura Woolvart, South Africa, are in the running to scoop the award following stellar performances during their month against the world's best. The ICC Player of the Month nominees for March were announced on Wednesday based on performances across formats and including matches from the ICC Women's Cricket World Cup held in New Zealand, amongst others. An independent ICC voting academy and fans around the world can now vote to decide the winners, which will be announced next week. Fans can register via iccricket.com awards. Are invited to are invited to cast their votes until Sunday, April the 10th. So unfortunately, if you have not already voted, I think you might just be too late, or you could catch the last part of it. For the ICC Men's Player of the Month nominees for March. Barbara Zam's skipper played an integral part in his side's batting during the recent series against Australia. Despite not ending the World Test Championship three-match series victorious, Azam amassed 390 runs during the month in tests, including a record-breaking 196 in the second test to salvage a draw against the odds. 
Could, could, could we, we discuss that and, and, and then we, we come back with the others? Sure. Could we just discuss that a little bit? You know, yeah. um, sure. do you know what what is the, the prize associated with this award if one wins it, if one of those three players win it? Is it just the announcement? Is there some monetary award involved? Or is there a plaque that is being presented? I have a feeling, uh, Leon, that this award is sponsored by one of uh, ICC's uh, sponsors. So there's no doubt in my mind that there might be some monetary compensation as well as the plaque uh, that is being given out. Because it's a, and, and, of course, there is the prestige of saying to the world, yes, I was, you know, ICC Player of the Month for my contribution. So that's, that's what I, I, I believe to be the case. And my next question, who would be your nominee if you were one of the adjudicators? For, well, for remember, um, you mentioned um, Barbara Azam, but there are other male members there, and we need to hear of their exploits, I think, before we decide. Yeah, it's only three, I thought. Were there more than yeah. three? No, okay, no, there were men. three men. Three, three men, but of course... Three men, need, yeah, we're we talking about the men right now, though. Well, yeah, we're talking about yeah. the three men that were yeah. on the short list. Now, Correct. who would be your Correct. choice? Who would be your choice? Well, well, the second we have is Craig Braithwaite, who has... Uh, no, I know, I know. Yeah, but you have uh, three. And, you named them already, right? I'm asking you, who is your three? I'm going to ask oddly the same thing, too. So whom would you choose as if you were one of the adjudicators? Whom would you choose? Well, to be a player of the month. Very, very true, truly, um, Leon, it's, it's very difficult to, to make a choice, one out of these three, because they've all contributed so much at the time it was needed. That is really and truly hard. And I, I'd be inclined to say, look, let's all share it between the three of you, because it's you've done right. so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you, Audley, if you had... Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. So I'll say... The, fa- the fact that um, brought with effort, he helped, he helped West Indies to, to pull off uh, a 1-0 win over England. Mm-hmm. I would have to give brought with. And the fact that, um, you know, for a long time, we have no West Indies, no West Indies have been figured in, into anything like this. And um, Brathwaite was one of the, the, the guys that... Um, was constantly under pressure that he played mm-hmm. too much of a sort of dogged game, you know, too long and stuff like that. But then comes the time when we really need someone to stay in the innings. Uh, I, I know that Bonner helped uh, on one occasion, big time. But Bra- but Bradway did it over and over and eventually end up um, winning this, the three-test series against England. So I would give it to Bradway. And I tend to agree with you too. But um, De- Dennis, did, did they put the, 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 their achievements on that category? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes. Brathwaite scored 341 runs at an average of 82, 85. Mm-hmm. And uh, this the result and at the crease was best characterized by his monumental 160 from 489 balls in the second test in mm-hmm. response to big England's big total. And of awesome. course, the, the, and what about Pat Cummings' case? Go ahead. Yeah, Pat, Pat Cummings, yeah, go ahead. Pat Cummings, yeah. Yeah, Pat Cummings, 
Well, he played a pivotal role in clinches the series for Australia thanks to a match-winning spell taking 5 for 56 in the first inning and following up with 3 for 23 in the second and for the final test taking 12 wickets at an average of 22 that helped him to secure the nomination for the Player of the Month award. And then Barbara Azam now, did you have him? Barbara Adam, well, he's no, good. No, no, I'm calling the tie between both of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Brathwaite that and Cummins. Brathwaite and Cummins. And then how about Barbara Adam now? Barbara Adam amassed 390 runs during the month in tests, including a record-breaking 196 in the second test to salvage mm-hmm. a draw against the odds. If you remember, there was a mm-hmm. time when we thought Australia had about, what, two days to get at Pakistan, and we thought yeah. the total they were chasing. I think they were chasing about 500 runs, and they came up only 61 runs short. And that was mm-hmm. thanks, in no doubt, to um, Barbara's um, magnificent 196 in that particular match. They came up short. So this is why I thought it was very, very difficult yes, to yes, you make, yes. make a choice from all Yes, I agree with you now. I, I had to change. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that they explain, yeah. yeah, no, no, that yeah, you know, that he was given no the chance to explain oh. everything. I, I agree with him. It's hard to call, yeah. hard to, yeah, to, to call really it. separate them. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes. And on the, the women's side? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead to the women now. The, mm-hmm. the, the nominees are Sophie Ecclestone of England. Mm-hmm. And... Ecclestone outstanding bowling performance during the month helped her steer aside to the Women's Cricket World Final in New Zealand. Her spin bowling caused problems throughout the tournament, taking 20 wickets during the calendar month at an average of 12.8, and her prowess was capped by a magnificent spell in the victory over South Africa in the semi-final, taking six for 36 to ensure a 137-run victory. Uh, Rachel Ains, she scored 429 runs in eight matches, averaging 61.2 with a healthy strike rate of 84 and a crucial 130 against England in their opening match. Then we have Laura Boulevard, South Africa. Uh, her team, she has helped her critical innings, helped her team reach the semifinal. Uh, she was a tournament leading run scorer, amassing 433 at an average of 54, passing 50 on five occasions and proving a thorn in the side of many of the opposing teams. Those are the three nominees. Did you, did, did, did Perry, no, no, no the wicketkeeper for Australia, you called third? I, I missed the, the second one. No, and no I, there I, were three. Laura. Stone of England. Mm-hmm. and Woolvard of South Africa. The girl from no. the girl from um, Australia is not included. Which, which one is that? McLamin. Lanning. Lanning yeah. as the skipper. She she's involved in. Another, no, no, not Lanning. No, the, the, no, the wicket keeper. I'm talking about the wicket keeper. Haley. 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 Yeah. Haley, yeah. the wicket keeper, and, and, and Butter. Yeah, and Butter, man. That girl. Uh, well, she, mm. uh, unfortunately, neither, she was not no, uh, nominated true. for the award. Although no, right. you might uh, feel that she deserved to be. 
Okay. All right. Well, let, so let's welcome let's welcome Mertris. She was trying to get on, and I tried to bring her on, but she couldn't come. Good evening to you, Mertris. We just want to see how you were. I know you weren't feeling too well yesterday, were you? Hi. <laughs> um, Hi. I'm doing a little better today, thanks. Okay. Yeah, yeah we tried bringing you on, but we we didn't get a response from you, so we just wanted. Yeah. Okay. Earlier, so. But I'm here now. Okay. Thank you so for uh, for coming on. Okay. Uh, we, we can see you on the radio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you for coming on. Okay. So go ahead, um, Dennis. As you were saying, the three women. Yes, Rachel so and Cora and Wolverine mm-hmm. and uh, Echo Stone. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in, in one sense, Leon, Ecclestone probably might just take the edge on this. Not that the others' performance weren't great. But if you consider England lost the first three oh, uh, matches in this recent World, Series, World Cup, and mm-hmm. many people in the, after three matches thought that England, uh, the defending champions, would not make the semifinal, let alone reach the final. And so I think based on her performance and leadership, she, more than anyone, uh, deserved to be given the title of uh, Player of the Month. You know, Rachel Ainge did very well. And, of course, Laura Woolbott, I'm really impressed because of her 50s. And she was instrumental in getting South Africa to the semi. But uh, Ecclestone, I think, really, in my opinion, should be the one based on that inspiring leadership which took England to the final. The final what, or final? What are you, Audley? Who is your pick? Audley must have muted. Yeah, must have muted. I, 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 I sorry, tend to agree. Sorry, sorry. yes, mm-hmm. yes, I was. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I, I, I think Alex Haley. Um, I, I know she's not, she's not nominated, but I'm, I'm, re- I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised that she's not nominated. So um, yeah. we've got to work with what who we have here. And um, Haynes was, you know, she, she was always up there, you know, being a thorn in the flesh of, of the bowlers. So um, again, it's very, it's very hard to decide. So um, just let me say Haynes. <laughs> All right, I'm going with Eccleston. Although they didn't win the World Cup, you know. Um, I but they, ultimately, Haynes is Australian, right? Haynes is Australian. Yes. yes. And and they, won, and they won the championship. So, uh, you know, so I'll, yes. I'll go with her. But remembering, um, uh, oddly, remember, Australia went unbeaten from day one. Yes. And I think that yes. was quite a feat. And uh, they deserved to be champions. However... Yep. Look at it this way. Without a doubt. With England being with England having three the first three matches in they were on the stroke of elimination because I think we on this show uh, all predicted that they wouldn't make it. However Ecclestone Yes, yes, but Ecclestone's performance and her leadership and skill really brought England back to reach the final and that's why I think she deserved it over Haynes, even though Australia won the championship. But that's my... Good point. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Good, 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 good point. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you, Dennis. I'm really, really, truly agree with you. Um, well, move on a little more. Yeah, more. Well, we, we, we could look at the um, Lanning because her name was called earlier because of her yeah, performance. Lanning, yes. mm-hmm. And, and uh, four Australians have made the team include Upstock Most Valuable Team of Cricket World Cup 2022. This is the sponsor, one of the International Cricket Council sponsors, and they sponsor, and they have this team called the Upstart Most Valuable Team of Players picked from the, all those who participated in the Cricket World Cup 22 on the women's side. Four mm-hmm. Australians have made the team, including the player of the tournament, who was Alisa Healy, as uh, Audley yeah. um, was pointing yeah. out. The wicketkeeper, Batter who mm-hmm. made two centuries in the knockout stages, including 117 the final. The team was chosen by a panel convened by the ICC's Chris Tetley, with commentators Lisa Fiteleka, Nasser Hussein, Natalie Germanos, and journalist Alok Gupta and Christy Havel, other members of the panel. Lanning's vice-captain, Rachel Ainge is selected after ending as the second highest run scorer with 130 of those coming in their opening game against England. Ainge is carded to bat at four with her usual opening partner, Ely, joined by South Africa, Laura Woolvard. So those are the first four in that term. Then we have 22-year-old crashed five and a half centuries as the Proteus. That's Laura Woolvard. She had five half centuries as the Proteus reached the semi-final and is one of three South Africans selected. All-rounder, Nat Diver, everyone will remember her bowling performance, has been yep. named at five after finishing as England's leading run scorer with 436, including 148 not out in the final and contributing four wickets. Then we have Beth Mooney, is chosen at six, after ending with an average of 110, as she crashed 330 runs in the middle order for Australia, as well as taking two stunning catches. And West Indies, Hayley Matthews. Hayley Matthews. Is the only West Indies player named in the side after an all-round excellent World Cup. She top-scored for the West Indies with 260 runs and also led their wicket-taking column with 10. Another starring all-rounder, South Africa's Marizan Cup, delivered two player of the match performance in a row on her way to 12 wickets and 203 runs. And England's Sophie Ecclestone was the best bowler with 21 wickets, while her 6 for 36 in the semi-final against South Africa was the best bowling performance of the World Cup. South Africa, Shabnim Ismail, is the fastest bowler in in the team at number 10. And she ended the tournament with the second most wickets, 14. Salma Khatun rounds out the 11. The off-spinner earned the honors with 10 wickets as the Tigresses made their debut in the 50 overs. England's Charlie Dean has been selected as the 12th player. And that is the team to be led by... uh, uh, Lanning. Lanning. So could, could, could you call with the full team again? Full, the, 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 let's call the Wolf, names. 
Laura Woolworth, South Africa, Alistair Healy, Australia, Meg Lanning, Australia, mm-hmm. Rachel Haynes, Australia, mm-hmm. Nat Cyber, England, mm-hmm. Beth Mooney, Australia, mm-hmm. Italy Matthews, West Indies, Marizan Cap, South Africa, Sophie Ecclestone, England, Shabnim Ismail, South Africa, Salma Khatun, Bangladesh, and 12th player is Charlie Dean of England. Charlie Dean, okay. Good, good squad. Good, good, good. Well, any thoughts on Audley? Any thoughts on that lineup? Dane? There's one from Australia, Al, Alma King. The, the, the young, um, the young player. Of, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, but I, I, I guess he has to be in. I guess he was in contention, but then of course you can only have twelve, and um, right. you got a lot of people who, who you could you would consider um, just, would be just unlucky to not be in the top twelve. But hey, they, they, they had they had a good, some good series. And I was looking at Haley mm-hmm. Mach, not Haley Machi, but Stefani Taylor Duffy? and Deandre Dutton. They they really underperformed. Yes. They don't deserve to be picked, but they were performing under they were, they were some individual brilliance. You know, yeah. like some catches and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. especially that in that that catch he took in the slip area, the gully way over there. I, I tell yeah. you that that will be replayed forever. Yeah, that is yeah. that is a catch of the match in my view. Yes, and but you um, know, you you had mentioned on the show before. Stephanie Taylor apparently, in, uh, as you were observing, didn't seem to be all fu- fully so. there. But you know, she she led the West Indies women with 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 the bat really, and of course she bowled mm-hmm. as well. So she performed much better than your observation would suggest uh, about was- Stephanie Taylor. Yeah, but the the point is, if you you I don't know if you saw her how she was jogging after a ball on the field. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, or that was one instant. Yeah. No. Go ahead. I don't know if you saw it or oddly. Yeah, you. And, you yeah, and, yeah, and the commentator even mentioned that those at home watching must not do that. Not, not do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I was saying, well, that's not Stefani Taylor. She should have been more more alert and more agile than that. So I believe she was nursing an injury. And uh, she she hardly bowled. But she bowled when it mattered because against, uh, it was against, she took some cr- no, against uh, uh, Afghanistan that she took that crucial, those crucial wickets in the last mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I helped mm-hmm. her on because when we scored uh, that, that um, on the par score, we thought they would overhaul yeah. it. He came back and bowled like a Trojan, but yeah, she she got a. It was goal. against Pakistan, right? Against, yeah, it was against Pakistan. Mm-hmm. No, no, Pakistan match was wo- wo- uh, was washed out. Oh, 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 okay, Bangladesh, 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 Bangladesh. Yes. Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. But that didn't did apart from one or two innings she had and that catch. She didn't do anything to deserve being selected in the top twelve. So. Right. No, no, no qualms about this team at all. I think Haley, Haley herself um, had a, a marvelous century in the first match against against New Zealand, and that was perhaps one of the best centuries 
in the tour apartment, a girl from from, Aus- from India, and then, uh, of course, those from oh, Australia. Yeah. So the team, the team was, I think, was well selected. Mm-hmm. You got some more, right? Yeah. Well, on that score, but I, I can uh, discuss the uh, CWI 2022 annual report. This, uh, okay, we've moved on. Yeah, okay, that. That too, yes, is in, it's a, a a large article. You know, go go right ahead because that that makes some good reading. Well, For the layman, well, you have to break yeah. it down. No, you have to tell them how much how much they make. No, nope. <laughs> and how much I, they I, lose. Go ahead. Let me hear your take, Leon. I, I agree with you that the annual report was very large and substantial, but for this particular program, I've pulled out of that the overview of the main cricket highlights of 
159 out versus South Africa in Johannesburg. And again, that was an interesting and really satisfying match to have seen. Uh, point, Anissa Mohammed and Haley Matthews nominated to the ICC Women's ODI Team of the Year. And the final point, the West Indies women team produced four ODI centuries with Stephanie Taylor scoring two and one each for Ailey Matthews and Deandra Dutton. So those were the major highlights for 2021 from CWI 2022 annual report. Yeah. Let me share the finances. You have a look at the finances. I, I must admit I did not pull that information out. It yeah, is available, okay. but we can yeah. we can discuss that in our next show. Another time. Yes, indeed. Thanks for that, yeah. um, Dennis. That was very, very important because some folks don't know the Westerners have uh, have done all these things unless they put it in writing. I I I would have I have recommended that they will would have at least every month someone goes in the public media. And announce the achievement. We only hear when they do bad. When they do something like this, and all oh, the players achieve a, a distinct, distinction, they should make it known because a lot of people are not going to read this report. It's there for everybody to see. But let's welcome Simon. Good evening to you, Simon. And good evening to you, Mr. President. And I'm also going to say good evening to Dennis. Good evening to you. I heard your report. Uh, Cardinal, good evening to you if you're with us. Audley, Virgil, good evening, Mr. Patel, Jetner. Ivor Henry, good evening to you. Mr. McKenzie, good evening to you. And all our faithful listeners all over the world, good evening to everyone. Hope everyone had a wonderful week last week, and we are looking for a much better week this week. Hope everyone is well. Good evening, Mr. Simon. Good evening and be to safe. you, sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Be well and be safe. Yes, I think we can go right into your question now, Simon. We don't okay, have a number. you're waiting for me there. Okay. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, let me see what I have here could offer. Okay. Uh, today is the um, 8th? 10th of, 10th of, 10th of April. April, oh boy. I'm, I'm going back to January. 10th of April. Okay, <laughs> thank you, gentlemen. And we had a, a player, test player called Kapil Dev. And um, I have two parts to that question. I'd like you to tell me what country he played for and give me his highest bowling figures, or I should say his best, best bowling best bowling, figure. bowling figures. His name is Kapil Dev. Which country he played for? Test, I'm talking about test now. And his best bowling figures. So that would tell you he was a bowler. Everybody know which country he plays for. India. India. <laughs> okay. Um, eight for uh, twenty. Eight, eight for eighty-seven. Eight for eighty-seven. Okay. Well, his uh, best I, I bowling think performance. Eight, but I, go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. His best, his best individual. For his, his best bowling performance or his total bowling wickets? I, no, best it, bowling figures. Best bowling figures. Best oh, bowling. Okay, thank Best. you. Mm. Okay. I say you got an eight ticket hall, I think. So I'm going to guess about 80 something. 85. I, I, I agree with you, but I don't remember eight for how much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, 
just just the three of us are here today, Simon. Or the okay. Dennis. Okay. Mm-hmm. To cover then. Okay, uh, you're right. And the first uh, part, Kapil Dev was a uh, uh, whole of India. Wait, wait, Dennis doesn't uh, have Simon. come yet. Dennis hasn't come yet. So, okay. Dennis Bowling figures Okay. And what country he played for? Oh, he plays for India. Okay. Okay, should I reveal my answer, Mr. President? Yes, sir. President, Mr. Kapildev, a bowler from India, we established that already, and his best figures according to the London uh, Book of Statistics says he had took nine wickets for 83 runs. That were his mm-hmm. best bowling figures. Nine for eighty-three. Nine for eighty-three. So you're very close. You're very, very close. You know your cricket. Mr. Dennis. Be sure to learn from you men who know the game so well. Also ladies. Are the ladies with us tonight? I didn't say hello to no, them. No, not yet. No, no. Oh, yes. Merchant is here with us. Merchant is with us. Yes. Okay, Merchant, yeah, but... good evening to you. Hope you had a wonderful week. And I'm uh, so happy that you love this game of cricket so well that you stay with us every week. And I hope that one day... Mr. Simon, Mr. Simon, Mr. <laughs> Simon, which you. team he was, he was playing against when he, when he got that... Um, those well, well, I didn't want to say it, but Did it's West Indies. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can't take the beating, man. <laughs> so, I didn't yeah, want to let us look too bad. That's why I didn't say this country. I, I, I thought that this is, is minor to, to India defeating the West Indies in 83 at the World Cup. Because we went yeah. in with mm. over, as the overwhelming favorite and making 183 runs. We thought that was a walkover. And what yeah. did West Indies do? They just fall like a, a pack of dominoes. Dominoes, like dominoes. I think what happened, um, Leon, look, this is just what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't God. read it anywhere, nobody. I, I think they went out and celebrated the night before uh, about winning the championship. So it's like they couldn't see the ball when, when they come back. <laughs> that, that's they they start feel. celebrating too early. I, I think they celebrated the night before the match. And, yes. um, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. They thought it was going to be a walkover. When no, the time, when you the time they played, they couldn't see the ball. I know. <laughs> you know like, like Yogi Bira said, it's not over till it's over. Not over until <laughs> it's over. That's right. <laughs> Never take anything for granted. That's why I say cricket is such a very unpredictable game. You can never tell. Never tell. Until the last yeah. ball is bowled. Yogi Bill had it right. It's never over until it's over. Never over until it's over. About, I was talking about the uncertainties earlier in the program, Simon. Um, yes. This guy, Sam's in the, in the Big Bash League, he took four wickets in four runs, four wickets in four balls, four consecutively, I'm talking about. Yeah. And then, then um, in the IPL, he came up against the, the Australian captain. Yeah, uh, um, record your message at the tone. When you are finished recording, press down to cancel. Over. Yeah. 35 runs in one over, they hit him for. Okay. So that, that, that's what it is. Good to yes, get. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No, you can't. Uh, you're not yeah. going to say, well, this team is going to be in because he had a better team. It doesn't work like that, you know. It's not over until it's over. That's what Yogi Bear okay. told us. So who is going to give me the 
Hard question. Murchie's going to give me a hard question tonight. No, I have an easy question for you. Oh, okay. Uh, a famous opening batsman from England, not from okay. India. He India. was um, he was hit by one of a Barbadian fast bowler in in the sixties. Okay. Yeah. Sixty years ago. So. Yes. Nineteen sixty-two, to be exact. What's the name okay. of that cricketer? Okay, and he I'm was hit by a, a, a West Indian fast bowler. He's either Hall or Griffith. Those are the two come to mind. And the player uh, was an Indian player, right, you said? Yes. Yeah. Indian player. Am I right in the first part, Hall or Griffith? We give it to him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Griffith. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I have half of that right. I think I saw that in England, you know, when was, that's why I'm trying to go back. Because I was in England then, and Dennis can back me up on that. We were both in England in the 60s. So I know it was one of those, uh, the Hall of Griffith. I remember the case carefully, very well, but I'd, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember the name of the player, of the Indian player. But I remember that. Can, 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 I, give, can I give him a hint, Leon? Yes, too, yeah. Okay, if you're going to build a house, who do you contact? A contractor. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know a name, a cricketer by that name? Yes, contractor was a an Indian. Um, I think was a, a wicketkeeper. No, he was. A, no, engineer was the opener. The engineer was the engineer. Opener. Engineer. The engineer was a basket. Was a wicketkeeper. Farooq. Yeah. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Farooq. So engineer. You came up with the. You came up with the you, right. You came up with the right name. Contractor was the name of the cricketer. Yeah, but they had one called Farouk Engineer. Engineer yeah, was but the, the, yeah. the keeper. But well, this guy, for Nari, Nari, Nari Contractor. Yeah, I was in, in, in England in those days, you know. And you yeah. fellas weren't born yet, you know. And me and Dennis were in England. You weren't even born yet. You say, England, where is that? <laughs> 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 let's, let's see if Virgil is back with us. Virgil, you're back with us, are you? Yeah. Because his phone dropped. He must have been on mute anyway. Bernie, she's okay. Ver, Ver, yeah, Virgin. Once, twice. Okay, no, he's not. Maybe he can hear you, but he can't. Um, you can't hear him. No, he might have. Uh, we, he's on the board right now, but. Uh, okay. But, um, we don't know if yeah. he's on mute. He's on mute, so uh, we keep okay. him open. Okay, is, Dennis. Do you want to? Is anything wrong with Mr. Mackenzie? Is he better? No, I spoke with him Tuesday, and he's coming along fine. He's coming along fine. He might have been able to join us this week, but he did not. Okay, so, when, when you talk with him, tell me you ask about him. And okay, we wish him a speedy recovery. I'm, I'm going I'm to dial him and put you on, on and, and do a three-way call with you and him and myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then speak. It's, it's better to hear the guy's voice. He's so right. upbeat. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. No, that's and, good. And, and, and we, we like to have all of us on. We learn so much from each other. We learn so much from each other about this game, this great game of cricket, you know. <laughs> Did you hear Virgil in the background? Was that Virgil? No. Is it Virgil? No. Virgil, are you on? No, he's no, open. Yeah. No, I was trying to tell we're you. Just about, we're just a minute away from the Lawrence Diagaro hour. To remind you, between 8 and 9 o'clock, it's called the Lawrence Diagaro hour. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. coming up momentarily. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I was going to share with the panel that I tried to follow Mr. McKenzie this week. Well, I mean, as a matter of fact, yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I slipped and, and fell in the top, the, top, the, the, the top, but um, I was able to break the fall. <laughs> so wow. I, didn't, I didn't injure my hip. <laughs> yeah, so, so be careful, guys. All right. Thank so you. Said, and and, you, and you, you know, it is said, it is said um, by uh, the doctors or those professionals that when when somebody usually tell when they tell you that they, are, they fell and broke the hip, what actually happened is really the hip, the one. hip broke. To re-record you your message, press one. The hip got broke and then you fall because of that. So uh, I don't, have, you know, that, that's what they're saying. So you you you, you got to be careful now. Uh, but sometimes, yes. sometimes you you know the difference because when you slip, yeah, that's that's not like the hip giving up on you. Just you know, yeah. go down. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I I know that that thing that I know I know a good friend, good friend. Um, you know, from well, friends. I say Google, but somebody that I really know good. You know, he and his girlfriend. And um, that, that's how he died. He, he slipped in in, in bathroom, hit his head, mm-hmm. and that yes, and that was it. So you you, you can you. die in your own bathroom. So uh, oh, thank yes. you so much mm-hmm. for telling me that. I wouldn't go back in bathroom. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't go back in the bathroom then. I'll go. I'll swim in the swimming pool. I'll bathe in the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you okay. in some more trouble, Simon. Sometimes people died in their beds. I'm gonna put you in trouble. That <laughs> 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 means you're not going to your bed again. <laughs> so when you when the time is when the time is up, is up, huh? Yes, yes. Because yes. you can see people Go got ahead. injured in in a car accident, and they say, well, uh, there's no way that this person can be alive, and then you hear the man. That's it's okay. True. And another thing, a simple thing, and the man hit a car and he got killed, you know. Freak, so freak you never accident. can tell. Yeah, you never freak can. Accident. These yeah. things do happen. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I see okay. some work on the mm-hmm. TV they bring in, and I said to him, I said, that man could never survive that. And I heard the man walked away, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, that's it. So I want to announce the, 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 the birth of my, my great, great niece, and her name is Sarah, Sarah Wingard. Oh, yeah, you got the name, you got the name. <laughs> you got the name. Uh, good, good, good. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations all around, yes. Great, great, great niece. Yeah, her, congratulations. Her mom is Nia, Nia Wingard. So we wish her well, and we'll... Have more news as it comes to hand, Dennis. And I hope she grew up in a much home. better world than we are having here. Yes. I and turn on the TV home. and it's all the shooting in Orlando, shooting here, shooting here. I'm really tired of this violence and all that now. You know, I'm really tired of it. It's getting to okay. me now. Would you hold a moment for me because we have Jetsna on the line and she has some friends she wants to introduce to us. So Jetsna, come on in. And introduce your friends. I'm sure they are you. Am I correct? Jetsna? Jetsna, are yes, you in? Yes, Yeah. Are you in? Well, I am in. Yes. Can yes, you hear me? You have, yes, and you have yes. your two other friends yes. there yes. as well. The, yes. 
Yes, I he have Mr. Eilis. He's a commissioner of uh, Hillsborough County for youth sports. Uh, Miss mm-hmm. Eileen, are you there? I am here. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay. And uh, yes, at the Tampa Cricket League, and we had a great uh, tournament uh, for the youth cricket uh, this season, last season also. Uh, so uh, come in, Miss Eileen, and uh, please go ahead and uh, introduce uh, yourself also and uh, say hi to everybody for uh, from our Tampa Cricket League and Hillsborough County. Well, uh, hello, everyone. I hope everyone hello, is doing hello, well. Yes. yes. So happy and to thank you. And well, thank good you so evening much. to you as well and your whole family. And congratulations. And um, anything to do with cricket, I am all for it. Simon That's O'Brien well, is my name. And we followed this game of cricket. I was following cricket since I was three years old. So now you know how old I am. <laughs> That's great. That's it's a great, pleasure Brian. having you with us. Thank All you, right, Brian. So Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it a great deal, Brian. Um, I've been a fan of cricket ever since I was introduced to it with Hillsborough County. Uh, I have to admit, as a former athlete, I did play softball, and I like to think that I was pretty well-versed with uh, a lot of the sports that we have here in America, um, I'm afraid to say that when cricket approached us to get some, some cricket fields, I, I didn't know anything about cricket. So <laughs> I was quite curious. <laughs> I was yeah. intrigued. I was interested. And I was certainly uh, supportive of making sure that we could provide space for all of those that were interested in playing the game of cricket. Um, many, many years ago, I've been with County for 25 years, I've been in athletics for 15, and about when I came on board 15 years ago is when we were approached to bring cricket into the world of Hillsborough County and introduce it to all of us here. And I remember as we were all sitting at the the table uh, discussing cricket, one of the things that I definitely had asked is we definitely introduce it to the youth here in Hillsborough County because you know, the youth is our future, right? I mean, without them, we're not going to be able to make sure that cricket continues to grow in Hillsborough County. And I have to tell you, uh, I was introduced to Joe, and she is phenomenal. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for her, except play cricket that she keeps asking me to do. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm a little too old for that, I think. I'm, I, I hung up my cleats and my glove many, many years ago. Um, so... For us, uh, I'm just tickled pink that we have focused on the youth cricket here. I love watching the matches with the adults. And most specifically, I know that Joe is working hard to bring girls cricket here to Hillsborough County. So that's why I'm here. I support the world of cricket. I support youth cricket. And most especially, I support the fact that uh, Joe wants to bring those girls in and, and make sure that they get that experience as well. Yeah, I thank Eileen, you so much, Miss Eileen. You. Eileen, um, can you? Would you entertain a few questions? We have a number of panelists. You heard Simon before, but we have Audley Watson and we also have Mr. Dennis Heath. Dennis, why don't you ask Miss Eileen a question? I know you may have one in your mind to ask her. Miss Eileen. 
Uh, good afternoon to you. Welcome to the Cricket Show. We really are appreciative of your being here with us to share some of your experiences in helping us to develop the game of cricket here in the United States. I'm happy to tell you that uh, it has fallen on good ears because only today we had news from the International Cricket Council that the USA was selected and noted for their efforts in developing the women's game in particular in the United States. Now, Ms. Eileen, I'm wondering um, what sort of support do you see from parents and other community members in your district for the game of cricket amongst your uh, student population? Well, the support that uh, Hillsborough County can give is definitely providing facilities because that's most important. If you don't have a place to play, it sort of makes it difficult to grow a program. So, you know, I'm pleased to say that while Hillsborough County had no cricket fields, we now have three cricket fields, and we are looking to see where else we can put more cricket fields. So from that perspective, I think that the county providing that asset is most important because, like I said, without a field, there's not much more you can do. Now, what does that, what does that entail? Well, we don't just hand you the property. Um, you know, we do the maintenance. We've uh, funded the lighting. We have funded the fencing. Um, then there's the uh, upkeep. We don't do all of the upkeep. Um, some of the minor repairs we do ask that the clubs do themselves. But the bigger repairs, we do come in and we do take care of it. We also have recently resodded one of those cricket fields so that it, you know, can maintain a nice lush uh, turf so that you all have that to play on. Um, the three cricket organizations that are on Hillsborough County are considered partnered programs with Hillsborough County, so that certainly carries some clout here in Hillsborough County. Uh, when they know that you're attached to Hillsborough County Parks and Recreation Department, it probably opens some doors for them to be able to recruit and start building their their membership. Thank Another you member, so much. Another member for panel, Miss Eileen, Mr. Audley Watson. He hails from Jamaica, and he has so many things to tell you. But he's going to ask you one or two questions, Audley. Uh, yes. Um, hi, good evening, and welcome to the cricket show, of course. Uh, so happy to have you here and working with the very hard-working Miss Jetna over there in Tampa. Okay, uh, first, of, first of all, I have to say um, I, 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 I love what you, what you, when you talk about the, the youth in cricket because it, it, it makes no sense if you're just going to be um, dealing with the, the, the bigger the players, the players that are matured, come in and play cricket and leave. But the fact that you're, you're dealing with the grassroots cricket in the schools and then when they fall in love with the cricket, then that we're in a good place because there will be more and more and more youth coming through, loving and playing the game then that's when America will be in really good hands when it comes to cricket. I'm happy about that. Okay, um, what, what about the, the makeup of the, 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 um, those children that are, that are playing cricket? Are they mostly Asians or 
um, are there American kids uh, as well as uh, involvement with, uh, with American parents? One more question. So, I, I, so I, I've been invited to the ceremonies. When they, when they finish their season, um, they do invite me to the ceremony in order to hand out the certificates. And so over the course of the years, what I've seen is, um, first of all, when youth cricket started, I think they only had eight children. They're now up to what I believe is close to 70 youth children, which is phenomenal. Okay. And so what I noticed, what I noticed the, the last time I went to the ceremony, which was last weekend, last Sunday they did their ceremony, what I noticed, and I was so pleased, is I did see American children there. And it was a handful, but still, nonetheless, there were American children there and uh, one or two American parents. So I, I have to tell you, when I met with Cricket and they wanted to do the youth programming, I did tell them, I said, listen, you know, you've got to capture the Americans, you've got to cater to them Mm -hmm. in order to get this to build. I mean, yes, you're definitely going to get those folks from your community, but from a perspective in order to grow the game and get Americans to love it, that's Mm -hmm. who you're going to have to focus on. So that's going to talk, that type of integration is going to take time because, you know, I'll be honest with you. I am an American, right? I mean, this is all I know. I'm a fifth generation out of, my hometown, you know, so I've got some pretty deep roots and we've been, we've been around a while, but people don't understand the game of cricket. They don't get it until, so that's going to take some education on the part of those that are currently playing cricket, right? You guys that are involved, you know, you long timers, um, any of you that can teach or can educate, that's what you need to do. You, You need to have, you need to have these sessions that are open to the public and, and introduce the game of cricket and get us Americans to understand it. I get it. I love it. I, you know, I enjoy it. So I, I know that there's a lot more people out there like I am. And let's face it, children, they're so malleable, right? They're so impressionable. Mm-hmm. And, and, again, that's where we need to start in order for us to keep building that momentum to get the exposure that cricket needs. Miss Eileen, you touched the name right on the head. Thank you for that, Audrey. Um, because this is why this program was, was, was started. We, our motto is to educate, inform, and entertain people, especially those of the Americas, about cricket. And every, for the past 11 years, we have done just that. And that's why we had Jatsna with us. And, of course, I, my, my question to follow up on, were you able to influence more folks to help you in the leadership, more Americans in the leadership of your organization? So that's the challenge, right? And I'll tell you why it's a challenge. So when you work for government, right, and I work for the government, um, it's not just cricket that we work with. We've got many partners. In fact, we've got 65 partnered programs and only three of them are cricket. So mm. we, as a government, as a municipality, we have to figure out how do we make everybody happy, which is impossible. We all know that. Um, right. For me, what I tell folks, again, it's about exposure. I mean, that's what it comes down to, exposure and education. And so what I encourage uh, my, my cricket people, my cricket family to do is to network 
at levels above me. You know, go to our county commissioners and talk to them about cricket. Invite them to the games. Get them involved because um, they don't know. And you know that, that there's an American saying, and I'm sure that there's a translation in every language, but the squeaky mm. wheel gets the oil. You ever heard that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So, and that's the same concept. So there's so few of you guys, meaning there's only three cricket leagues here in Hillsborough County, when I look at 15 baseball organizations and I look at 15 football organizations, um, even, you know, lacrosse, I've got some people there. I've got people in softball. We've got soccer, which is massive here. Uh, here in Hillsborough County, we've got organizations that are generating close to $2 million in revenue with these organizations. So when you – when you look at numbers, right, that's the challenge here is your numbers. And that's why it's important to start building and educating and get that exposure because you're fighting for that piece of the pie just like all those organizations are with Hillsborough County. They're all, they all want a piece of that pie. So, again, sometimes the squeaky wheel does get the oil. Yes, excuse me. Simon? Your, your, your final question to Ms. Eileen, because we have another guest waiting in, on the wings. Simon, your I did question? Already, I did ask her my question already. Okay, good. Okay, right. Anything to do with cricket, I'll yeah. fight. Simon, I just want to see that game for me, much please, more. Simon. I, did, I did ask her before, and she did okay. answer. Thank you, thank you, Simon. Ms. Jetsner, why don't you introduce your next guest? Because we have another one. Yes, and Miss Eileen, I thank you very much. And I know she she says Joe to me. I am known as Joe also, Joe Patel. So uh, I just want everybody to know. <laughs> okay, then uh, I have Miss Delisa. Um, are you on the line, Miss Delisa? I'm on the line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, Teresa, she's a cricketer. We started playing together since 2019, and we are practicing. And uh, she is with our Tampa Sunrisers team. So I want to introduce uh, Ms. Delisa to our radio show, our great show. Uh, go ahead, Ms. Delisa. Introduce yourself, please. Thank you. Hi, everyone. It's very nice to meet you. My name is Delisa, and as Joseph mentioned, um, I started playing cricket um, actually in 2019 just with my dad um, in the bird and realized that um, I really liked it. And I was at college at the time, and so me as well as a couple of other friends decided to um, kind of try to start a cricket team at, in college. And um, we were able to gather um, a couple of girls, to form a team of course there's not uh, many women's cricket team in florida so we couldn't play against other um, teams in florida but we would just practice and kind of introduce the game to other students and um, we met josna who's very she's had a long line of uh, experience in the game so it was really helpful to get her um her just her coach and coaching and help on how to you know properly bat and bowl and just different techniques and um, since then, recently, I'm also a part um, with helping Josna with the youth teaching them cricket. I recently started with her um, this past season. So that was a lot of fun teaching little, the little kids how to play cricket. Um, and then I'm actually from Guyana, which is in oh, okay. uh, South Africa. So I was born in Guyana. I came when I was five. 
So my dad, mm-hmm. um, big cricket fan, he actually named their brother after, um, uh, I can't remember his name, but it's Denzel. Um, and so my dad and my brother, they both play cricket. They, and I think my brother's been playing since he was 12. And so there's lots of men's league in, in Florida. So ever since we were younger, we would travel with our brother or dad, our whole family would go around and watch cricket games. And actually, um, me and my sister, we weren't too interested in the games until we started, they got us involved in scoring the games. And once we understood the game a little bit more, that's when we really started getting into the game before that, you know, if that or our brother hit a six, that was like the biggest thing for us. But once we started to kind of understand the game a little bit more, um, we really got into it and, you know, um, yeah. So it's, it's just a family, family thing. Okay. My, my name is Leon. And um, I wanted to ask you the first question. Have you been able to introduce the young cricketers in your, or, or whom you're coaching to the recently concluded uh, World Cup, the Women's World Cup and the, the Men's World Cup earlier on this year? Were you able to let them see some of the international matches that are being played and obviously the local matches that are being played in the USA? Uh, well, so the the kids that we're teaching, they're very young kids um, yeah. and they're with Miss Eileen, um, the same group. Um, mm-hmm. And... I don't watch too much international cricket. My dad always tells me I should, but um, I, I kind of watch a little more of the CPL that goes on. You oh, know, yeah. Uh, so a little bit more of that. I don't watch too much international cricket, but um, I know it's something that I, I definitely need to catch up on. Um, but, um, yeah, so my brother, my dad, you know, they'll watch games and, uh, you know, once in a while when I'm around them, you know, they kind of show me like, hey, you know, that's something to look for. Um but, yeah, so most of the kids that we're playing with are very, very young and um, maybe maybe six to ten, I would say, age-wise. age-wise. Okay. Well, that's, that's the age for, for you to introduce them to international sports. And, of course, I imagine you one day you'll want to carry a record team to Guyana, would you? Hey, that would be like a, a goal <laughs> that would be a great goal that would be really really cool I haven't even thought of it until you mentioned it so that's something um, you know definitely to keep in mind that we would be awesome we can build that there yes, uh-huh. yes. we'll work yeah. on it <laughs> well, we, have Audley, we have Audley and we have Dennis and of course Simon we want to ask you one question and I'm going to open the floor to both of you Miss Eileen and yourself if you wish to ask us any question, we'll see if we can answer those for you. So why don't you entertain Audley first, and then afterward, Mr. Dennis, and then Simon. Audley? Okay. Okay, yeah. Good Good evening, and welcome to the Cricket Show once again. Um, uh, one question, uh, I just want to piggyback on what Leon said. It said something about the uh, watching the ladies' cricket, um, the international cricket. And that, that, that is the pinnacle uh, of um, cricket when it comes to whether the ladies are men's game um, to watch the World Cup the countries competing against each other. And I think that um, it would be such a good thing. Um, it's still not too late. Um, you can get some films or even on, on YouTube, go back and, and watch some of those uh, ladies playing, which um, I, I, I'm saying here, it's no different from the men. The way they are hitting the ball, the sixes, the diving, you know, catches, just diving, 
talking cat from in the air and stuff like that. Um, they are just as good as the men. And I just want, um, I would really love for the young ladies, the young young females to look up to some of those um, cricket that have been playing, that have been played in the World Cup. And by having one, two or three idols, for lack of a better word, um, the, the favorites to, to watch, to emulate, then they can aspire and say, I want to be like XYZ. I think that would be a very, very, very good idea. And I, I just want to give you the applaud for getting involved in the game. And I was going to ask, but you already revealed that you are from Guyana. So mm-hmm. cricket was supposed to be running in your blood, as you mentioned, with your father and your brother playing a lot of cricket. So I just want to just say um, congrats for picking up um, the game and to continue doing what you're doing. I just want to applaud you for that. Thanks much. Thank you. Dennis? Dennis, you're on. Okay, Simon, you have a short question. My, my, my apologies. My apologies. Mm. I'm here. Miss Delicia, welcome to the cricket show. I know that... Um, Assuming you had not played the game prior to 2019, after those three years developing the game to this point, how would you rate your development? Uh, In other words, you feel comfortable now being able to go out and, you know, take a leading position in the game with your own team? Yes. Um, so I would definitely, we actually uh, were supposed to have a game earlier this year, which would have been, uh, actually, I think maybe it would have been my second game. Um, and um, But because of COVID, uh, that got canceled. So hopefully, you know, once we reschedule, we can get back into that. But yes, um, like we recently have been practicing with Josna and, you know, just getting tips from her. And, you know, I so originally I just like padding. And um, I wasn't too into the bowling, but um, when I started with Josna, you know, um, got some tips from her, I saw that my bowling as well was getting a little bit better. Um, and so I think maybe now, before, as before, I would just want to focus on the batting. I think I would want to develop both the batting and the bowling. Um, but, yes, definitely um, a little bit more comfortable with the, with the batting because I used to practice in the nets with my dad and um, – but I, I would definitely want to take a lead, um, you know, in the game. And, yeah, looking for that opportunity. Simon, Thank your you. time to ask Lisa a question. As a young lady, I'm so happy listening to you. And like I say on the show every evening when I come on this show, anything to do with cricket, I'm all for it. I was born in Mansart in West Indies, went to England teenager to be educated. And I've seen a lot of cricket in England. And uh, have you ever met any of your great players from Guyana? I'll name you a few. Uh, my favorite was Chanda Paul, Lloyd, Butcher, Kanai, Solomon. Have you ever met any of those great players? Yes. Actually, I met um, Chanda Paul. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my dad and brother would have games in, I think, the Orlando area. So um, sometimes mm-hmm. he would be out there and we got to meet him, and it was, it was really cool. That was a long time ago, a couple of years ago. But, yes, and I think, you know, I've heard my dad also throw around some of those names. Lloyd definitely sounds familiar. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so my question is answered. So you do know about cricket. That's all I have to ask you. Okay. You do know the game. Just, I'm going to yeah. turn it back over to you. 
And yeah. um, okay. I want to invite your two guests, if they wish to throw any questions at us um, that we can answer, we will. If we can't answer them today, we will just provide the answer in a future okay. time. So back yeah. over to you. Okay, yeah. Thank you. yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, Miss uh, uh, Eileen and Delisa. Uh, you have any questions to our great radio show? Um, to anybody, you can go ahead and ask. And thank you very much for coming on to our show. I appreciate it. And rest assured that you folks are free to be on. We are on every Sunday from 6 until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have a, um, a guest that you'd like to bring on to our show, you know, just tell Jatsna and she'll get the information on to us and we'll be happy to fit them into our program. We are on this show for the past 11 years and we... Our primary goal is to teach people how to play cricket, to educate them about it, and of course to inform them and entertain them while we speak. We, we prevent send our program each and every week. So, Leon, we, one question for Miss Eileen. Yes, Leon, yes, one question ahead. for Miss Eileen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go right yes, ahead. I wanted yes. to ask. Yes, Miss Eileen. Given the fact that uh, a cricket field probably would take the same space that a baseball field or a soccer field or, you know, lacrosse. How is the competition from your end to provide space for cricket as opposed to baseball or lacrosse? It's it's based on need. I mean, you know, that's the reality here. It's based on need. And that's why... One of my questions was going to be, you know, what is the plan of action for cricket? Um, you know, is, has there been a plan put together in order to increase membership? Because that's how funding will be allocated, right? We're going to give where there's a need, and mm-hmm. most especially when we start talking about children and parks and recreation department, that's going to be our primary focus is to make sure that we're taking care of those kids first and foremost. Not that the adults aren't important, but you're talking public funds, right? And so mm-hmm. in the parks department, we look at the, the youth and the, the recreation programs that can be provided. So when we look to build complexes or sports fields, we're going to do it based on what those needs are. And that, that comes down to stats and data. And uh, those cricket users are very accustomed to me asking them for their monthly reports, which includes telling me what the youth programming looks like. And that's one of the things I told them many years ago is, you know, when it comes to funding, when it comes to fields, we're want, we're going to want to see that youth membership and, um, uh, you know, I, I want to see it grow, and, and that's why for me the question is, well, what's your plan? Where are we? Are we, are we meeting those goals? Uh, is there, are there goals that have been set? Do we have a one, three, five, ten-year plan for the future of Hillsborough County and youth cricket? That, those are the things that, that I want to know, right? And as a, as a government and someone who has to allocate funds, those are the hard questions that we're going to ask. Um, yes. You know, I know a little bit. I know a little bit about fields, and I know that we've got software that we can plug things in when mm-hmm. you know we want to see if something fits. But I have been told that you know soccer fields are beautiful because you can put a cricket pitch right between two soccer fields. Um, and and but the the question comes down to well, why are we going to put a cricket pitch? Is there that need? 
And, and that's really what I want the cricket world to focus on here, at least in Hillsborough County. Um, I can't speak for every other municipality, but I do know how funding works. I do know government, mm-hmm. and I'm here to tell you, if you've got those numbers to support it, they're going to figure out a way to make it happen. Yes. Follow-up yes. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Follow yes. up. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Dennis. Yes. Go ahead. Ms. Eileen. Yeah, Ms. Eileen, you mentioned membership and membership growth and so on. Do you take into account the growth of cricket as being pushed by the USA Cricket Association. In other words, they have membership in the many hundreds at the moment. But is, are you aware of those numbers? And are you aware of the work that the Cricket USA is doing currently to promote and push the game in the United States? So when you talk to me about that, are you talking to me about as as a uh, are these numbers as a nation? Are these numbers specific to Hillsborough County? Because when we're looking no. at, yeah. they're not. No. So see, and that's the challenge, mm-hmm. right? We, we want to know what's specific to Hillsborough County because we have to meet the needs of the community. You understand right. what I'm saying? They, if we're going to build more fields, right. it's not yeah. going to be based on national data. It's going to be, a, be based on local data. On local data, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. are, you, are you aware mm-hmm. of the, the, the many cricket uh, clubs and clubs. or fields that are within the state of Florida. Unfortunately, I don't know my Florida geograph- geographical location in terms of where these stadiums are, but I'm mm-hmm. sure you, you've heard of all of these uh, teams and so on taking part in pros and semi-professional games here in the United States, and would that be of any influence in how you make your decisions? <clears throat> Not when it comes to building fields because those mm-hmm. numbers are not so so let me give you an example if I, if i've got some time let me give you an example oh, yes. so lacrosse lacrosse a few uh, probably about i'd say about 5 or 6 years ago lacrosse was exploding across the united states exploding mm-hmm. however right. lacrosse was mm-hmm. specifically exploding in the northern part of the united states not in the southern part of the United States. So my lacrosse clubs would come to me and say, hey, I want you to look at this data, this national data with regards to lacrosse and the growth in youth lacrosse. And I did look at those numbers, and I did the stats. I did my own charts, and I said, I hear you loud and clear, and I see that your numbers are growing, but your numbers aren't growing here. So I can't justify requesting funding to put in lacrosse fields if I don't have that data to support it locally. So it's the same concept. But isn't there Does a chicken and egg situation? Isn't there a yeah. chicken and egg situation correct. where... It is a chicken and egg situation. You are 110% yeah, it, correct. Absolutely. In, in, yeah. in order for you, for, for the game to grow in your region, the yep, facilities the must be there. The facilities must be there. So how do you persuade your do you persuade your your city councilors to um, you know provide the necessary funds to start up funds to to push these these sports organizations? So here's my answer to that. It's pretty simple. Fill up the fields you currently have, which you haven't done yet, right? Yeah. You fill up the fields that you have. Well, then we can talk. But right now, those fields aren't full with youth cricket. They're just not. Mm-hmm. And I've only got right. one field that's running a youth cricket league. 
Mm. You see what I'm saying? So while I agree with yeah. you, it is a chicken and egg situation. In lacrosse, they told me the same thing. Well, Eileen, I can't bring them. You know, if you build it, they will come, right? That's the American dream. If you build it, they will come. Mm. That was that famous yeah, movie, yes. the baseball movie, yes. right? But, but the truth right. of the matter is there were lacrosse fields available, and they didn't come. They didn't come. So I would encourage, and that's why, listen, it leads right back to my question. What's your plan? What is your plan to promote the game of cricket in order to build that membership, in order to fill those fields so then we as a municipality can say, hey, there's a serious demand here. We've watched their statistics. Here's their data. They, you know, this year they had this percentage, then this percentage. In fact, a lot of what I do with my position when we look at agreements and who should get an agreement or who, you know, who we need to take an agreement from and maybe look for another organization, I do a lot of that through my data and stats. I look at that information to see what the growth was or lack of growth. So those are the things we're going to look. It's going to be a very uh, scientific, for lack of a better word, approach when mm-hmm. we start doing Because now you're talking a lot of money. So when you talk a lot of money, you're going to have to have that supporting documentation to back it up. Well, one of the things that I would like to recommend you to, Ms. Eileen, later this year, India, one of the top-ranked teams in the world, would be playing a number of games here against the West Indies. And that has to be one of the most attractive events which will be taking place in Lauder Hill in, in North Florida. No, I mean South Florida. So I don't know you've heard of that before, but um, that is going to be attracting a lot of interest. And uh, um, I don't know if you are aware that cricket is the second most watched spectator sports in the world behind cricket. Behind soccer? Yes, I know that. Yeah, yes, yes, indeed. I know that. So, and you will see the interest that is going to be displayed when the Indian comes to, to our neck of the woods. And perhaps this could be an example for those who are you know, skeptical about cricket to see how much interest is, is not only extended across the United States, but across the world. Wherever India plays, it's a... Great attraction, and people fall in love with the sport. And, and we hear uh, 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 what we call the cricket soup because every Sat every Sunday we do this. We do this without any remuneration for ourselves because we love it and we want it to encourage people to play the sport. So I think that might be uh, of interest to you and uh, the followers uh, who are somewhat skeptical about the sport. Understood. No, and I'm not skeptical. I want you to know I'm probably your biggest supporter here in Hillsborough County. I have championed uh, the game of cricket for from the moment that it was introduced to me. So I'm definitely all in favor. I love what Joe is doing um, and the young lady who's on the other line. Unfortunately, I can't remember her name at the moment. I'm getting old, so that happens to me every now and then. Um, and I champion, I champion what they're doing, you know, bringing women into – the 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 light in terms of you know what's happening out there in the in the cricket world um so i get it i do you don't have to sell me the challenge Mm -hmm. is selling everybody else and how do you sell everybody else you know what i mean so look Mm -hmm. but i want you to look at soccer so you know when soccer came into america because i remember you know soccer was not big when i was a young girl when soccer came in they came in as a business 
you know, they, there was, yes. it came in as a business. But remember, you look at your overhead for soccer and what's your overhead for cricket. So I, from my understanding, the only one that's really going to need the equipment, there's not much equipment that you need, right? Because do, do you need equipment? Do the children have to use equipment? I don't see them out there with equipment. So keep yeah. that in mind. You know, when, when a parent looks at how much it's going to cost for them to play the sport, that's a factor. So use that as a selling point because soccer certainly did. So, yes, you know, yes. I want you to know I'm on your team. I'm on your side. Mm, yes, and, yes. you know, when I retire in five years, I'm going to probably be one of your biggest cheerleaders to push you. Oh. Um, <laughs> but you got to come up with well, a plan. You really got to come up with a plan. Yes, yes. We, we, we are here to help in any way we can because uh, we know the joy that we get from just talking it each week. And when once you're involved and you are doing well, you can go very far. Uh, mm-hmm. Youngsters growing up can take this as a career. They can be making big, big bucks. If they go into the IPL, they go into the county cricket, they go into playing for the, the national side, the, the USA national team, and they tour the world. So this is something that can can contrive in the USA. And with, with the number of people, uh, businesses that... Uh, sponsoring, you never know how far cricket can go. Right. Right. Yes. Anyone else? Right. Uh, Ms. Judsner, come on in. You, you, you're leading this chair here for us this evening. You. Anything else? <laughs> I am a leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Ms. Uh, yeah, it's a great show. Very good. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just, Anyone, just, one, just one more suggestion. Just one more suggestion mm-hmm. is that um, um, to to get the the, the parents um, full involvement is um, if you could uh, get the the history of United States cricket, cricket in United States, um, like uh, you know to show it on the video um, to let that the 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 Americans especially know how involved Americans were in cricket in the inception because uh, Canada and the United States play the first ever international cricket match um, in, in no other place than Manhattan in New York, right? And, and um, Canada won by 23 runs. So um, they, they need to know about the history of the game to let them not just say, look, cricket is, is some foreign game, but, but um, you know, United States has an integral part to play in cricket in the inception. And um, to pick it up again, that's that's where the baseball was derived from, you know. So um, from, from the cricket. So we just need to get some of those parents and and the kids to to sit down and uh, learn about the history, and that will I think add some more interest, more spark in 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 into into it. Matthew. Anyone else? Anyone else wants to engage in any suggestion? And um, if I'm not too wrong. If I'm, my mind serves me well, I think the name President of the United States was derived from from cricket. Yes, yes, yes indeed. If, so if, right, that right. is another. Yeah. So, so that is something that we can sell the folks on. But the key is to get them involved. Get them involved in seeing some international games. It, it doesn't cost much. It doesn't, you know, just let it be out there and see the excitement. I was watching a, a, a CPL today, the IPL today, um, Jetsna, and it's, you know, 
so many fans that are just crazy about it. Just like a baseball, you know, the World Series. It's exciting. It's something that, that when once you're hooked on, you're just hooked on for life. Any other thoughts from any other one? Anyone else? Well, just as you say about India, um, Jetna and Mr. Patel, they will back me up on this. Cricket is like a religion in India. You know, that's correct. Uh, yeah, they, that's the game. They love the yes, game. Yes. Love that game. Okay. And um, yes. I was just uh, one last question to ask the young lady. Uh, what's your reason for cricket not catching on in America like football does? When I say football, I'm from England, so that's what you call soccer. We call football. Why is cricket not catching on here like football in this country? We don't understand it. You don't understand it. Oh, okay. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. We don't understand it. We don't understand it. So that's where the education, the education part comes in. You have Mm -hmm. to educate Mm -hmm. the Americans to understand what the game of cricket is, because to us, it's really, it's 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 equivalent to a foreign language for us, and so. Mm Um, you know, we like being simple. I hate to say that. I don't want to talk about Americans in a bad way, but, you know, we're very simple people, and we like it easy, you know? I mean, we yes, do. Yes, we like it yes. easy. Wow. Um, so that's, that's the challenge. I mean, you know, knowing what I know, and I've, I've watched a lot of matches, and I still don't know, you know, a quarter of probably oh, okay. what I should. If you, if you teach it in sections, you know, maybe you just teach or just teach the exciting part, like, you know, because that's what's going to capture an American. You show them something mm. that's exciting, then they're going to get involved. Well, we, we, intend, to, to start, we intend to start the, the, the laws of the game. Again, once we, we started it before because we were on since 11 years ago, and we intend to be starting to to explain the, the various laws that are involved with playing cricket. So we would like to invite you all to invite some of your students to come on one day and uh, pack them up with some questions, and we'll be, be glad to um, you know, give, talk, some give some answers. And I'm sure that will go a long way in helping them. But we are not on the field per se. We just do it on the radio. So this is the theory about cricket but to see the practical thing it needs to for them to be involved watching on on the big steel stage in india the caribbean even canada is you know playing quite a bit of cricket and of course of course new zealand and india and of course australia so there are lots of avenues for them to to learn to see and to be influenced so we just invite you, um, and if we definitely can be of any help, please, you know, just now we'll just let them know that we can entertain them, and just they may have some questions, and we'd be glad to entertain them. As you were saying, just me, one last comment, Leon. Just one last mm-hmm. comment. Yeah, I'll just leave this. Just like in real estate, just to emphasize, in real estate they say location, 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 and. Um, mm-hmm. um, and what I'm here now is education. So we just have to say education, education, education. And that will work. And one day, Tampa is going to get a great stadium. Tampa is going to get a great cricket stadium and it's going to be filled. <laughs> there you go. You've got to find the land first. 
Yeah. And when it happens, I'm going to say, Jetna laughed up the idea. Jetna, he's going to be the first put on there. Yes. Any other questions from you fine ladies and Jetna, your final words to to your final words to good evening. Yeah, good evening, everybody. Thank you for listening to our great show. It was a great show again. And uh, thank you for letting me bring Miss Eileen and Delisa. And everybody be happy, uh, be safe, and uh, take care. Thank you so much. Yes. Miss Eileen and Delisa to come, coming to our show. Thank you. Okay. So thank you for having us. Anyone else? And Miss Eileen, she, she has left us, has she? No. So no, I, I was still here. I was saying thank you. Thank you for having yeah, me. It was okay. my pleasure okay. to join you. And we are delighted to to have you both. And deal, please feel free if you wish to be on. Uh, we are on every Sunday. Just pass the word around, and we'll make way for you folks because that is our what it, that is our goal to teach, mm-hmm. educate, and inform people about cricket, especially in yes. America. And we'll definitely we work together. Yes. Yes, indeed. And there are a number of songs, number of songs written about cricket, and one of the great ones is "Rally Around the West Indies." So we, we, we just let me play a few bars of this one, uh, just a song, because there are songs written, just a few bars so for you guys to listen. Okay. Uh, and in the meantime, try and get Virgil and his Antigua number, and his Antigua number. No, I, I can't get him. I tried. Oh, it, and it's not even number. One of our greats from Antigua. He is Virgil Francis. He is one who specializes in talking about cricket in the USA. And he hails from the, the great city of Lauder Hill. Virgil, you have Miss Eileen and Miss Delisa on. Why don't you come in all the way from Antigua? Good Virgil, evening, Eileen, and good evening, Lee. Yeah. Good evening, Eileen, and good evening, Lisa. Um, my my phone had died, so remember I just came home, so I didn't get to plug it in. So um, that's mm-hmm. that's what happened why <laughs> with, with the uh-huh. call before. Did you hear the conversation that we had with Miss Delisa and Miss? Um... No, no, because it's, um, it's phone had died. Forty-five minutes, my phone was my the phone oh, cut died. off, and you went that. Yeah. Here is Eileen and Delisa. They are in the business of trying to promote cricket in Tampa area with Judsner. So why don't you give us some thoughts that you may have in mind? I know you are specializing, talking about two folks about the first match that was played here in 1877, and the name of the president was the guy from cricket. Um, No, it it is glad. It's really glad to hear, especially woman, is trying to promote um, cricket, which... 
in this country with a legacy, a lot of girls playing it. But I hope you guys is doing it in school. And yeah. because it's the yeah. grass cricket, it's it's there where it started, and that's what we have to do. And one of, to me, one of the most important thing is to let these Americans know their history. Because if you don't know your history, you will never go forward. Most of them believe that cricket is a foreign sport to them. It's uh, British or Australian, India. They don't think nothing about America. And for some, even some of the international players do not even know the two first countries that ever play international cricket. And as Mr. Francis was telling you, because I had to do it when they was building the stadium in Lauder Hill because there was people complaining about Caribbean people and cricket. And as I tell you, I was nervous when I went up there the first time to, 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 to speak. And then the second time, when we go to the city hall, city hall um, I went and I speak behind the man that was complaining about Caribbean people and cricket. And I'm going to tell you exactly what I said. I said, cricket is not a West Indian sport. It's the second largest watch event in the world. I said, cricket was established in the U.S. from the 1700s. The first international cricket game ever played anywhere between two countries, United States and Canada in New York. They said over 10,000 people attended, and that was 1844. 50 years before the Olympics. The Olympics was 1890-something, right? And that was start of international cricket. Even though we see cricket does not really have a grassroots inside here because after they get independent from Britain, they decided they don't want cricket was too long. And that's what baseball come from, cricket. And around us, what the girls play in school. Now, in 1780, John Adams, who became the second president, said if leaders of a simple cricket game could be called president, there was no reason why the leaders of the new nation could not call the same. And I'm saying this to say, the next week when we went back to the, um, the, the, the city hall meeting, when they was talking about building the stadium, someone texted me and said, oh, the cricket hater going up. He went up and speak, and he never say another word about cricket and West Indian people and cricket, that cricket, they think cricket did not belong in this country because you know what happened? He went home and he did his research, and he realized he was a fool to be complaining about cricket have nothing to do with American record or no about cricket, and it was his own history that he did not know. So when you're teaching these guys about cricket, you got to let them know about all this stuff, and that will probably make them get more excited because it is part of their history, which most of the time in this country, they don't like to teach you about your history because somehow they just don't want you to know about the history of America. So that is one thing you guys got to do. And, I mean, just keep up the good works and keep on pushing it. And, I mean... A lot of kids, once, once they start to get into it, they will enjoy it because, I mean, it's a technical sport. As we say, gentleman sport, this is something that you can't go out there and you curse and do certain things and whatever, like out there. You see, like how baseball, when the guy would just say something to the umpire and he spit and do all this kind of stuff, you can't have that thing in cricket, you know. So it's, it's a more respectable sport for the, for the youngster. Thank you, Virgil. Thank you. And, folks, we have come almost to the end of the show. And any final words from the two panelists and the two guests and the guests before we 
say goodbye to the world. Eileen and Delisha, any final words? Simply, how about you, Jatsna? Your final thoughts? I think Jatsna gave her final a, thoughts. Okay, you gave I your thoughts. I did, yes. Okay. Great, yeah, have a great. Yeah. It was a great show again. Yes, indeed. And Dennis, why don't you take us home? Okay. Final, we have a limited time. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. And success, I will define in the words of Michael Chambers, author of The Winning Stroke. Mm-hmm. Success okay. in any vocation is a direct or indirect result of specific causes and actions. In order to be successful at what we do, regardless of our vocation, we must be conscious of what we are doing. Success is predictable and can be repeated if we are mindful of our present position. We must first discover who we are and what it is that we desire to achieve in life. Those are the words of Michael Chambers from the Winning Strokes, folks. If you don't have his booklet, it might be a very interesting and valuable reading. Thank you, Leon, and that's my final word for the night. Any thoughts Thank from you, you Audley? We still have a few minutes left. Well, um, according to the Japanese proverbs, um, you know, I'd just like to encourage the, the ladies uh, that were here with us. I don't know if they still are here with us. Uh, that um, you, you may, right, you, you may feel disappointed sometimes when things are not going at yeah, the pace and, you know, what, what you like to see. But just like the famous Japanese proverb, they say, you fall seven times, get up eight times. <laughs> fall seven times, right. get up eight. So in other words, don't give up. Mm-hmm. Continue doing what you're doing. God bless you. Mm-hmm. Like, like, love having you. And next week, God willing, we'll be talking again about this cricket, lovely cricket. Have a great Here's week. One. Here's a tune to, to take you home or take home with you. Vivian Richards, the master, one of the greatest cricketers to have ever played the game. Vivi is the name, cricket is the game, but I don't know how he could play cricket so. But his batting, bowling, feeling, catching his breath, taking. Sometimes I just wonder if he's a net lover in the making. That man Richard could really bat. It's something to see him and the attack. Plundering bowling again and again. It's remarkable how he does dictate the game. Perfect coordination of body and mind That brother is really dynamite spin. He ain't give a front where you're bowling him Faster slowly, you're going back to the boundary When the bowling tight, if you see the man has a defense, no bowler can penetrate. Yes, he can score his runs as freely as he will. He could beat the tightest field with sheer technical skill. When that man drives you, he scores the deal and leaves the mid on standing still. His breathless leg cut right off the stump. 
Australia, Bangladesh, Bermuda and Canada, England, the Netherlands, India and Ireland, New Zealand, Kenya, Pakistan and Scotland, South Africa, Zimbabwe and Sri Lanka, administrators, players and fans, welcome to World Cup Cricket in the Caribbean. Welcome to the best place in the world. Welcome to the best game in the world. Every man and woman, every boy and girl. Welcome to the best place in the world. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all. Welcome, let's have a ball. We want you to have real fun in the violence under the sun. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the best place in the world. Welcome to the best game in the world. Every man and woman, every boy and girl. Welcome to the best place in the world.
them some good, good licks. We went down to Trinidad, beat them bad. Holy we was at the drum and gave them two for one.
Good night, all. It was Good a pleasure. Night, all. Yes, indeed, indeed. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.